live from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. What the fuck is it? What the fuck was that? What on earth? This is this is a preposterous bullshit. Live from the BiffNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas, it's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminat. Oh, whatever. It ain't the goddamn same. It's just not the same when it happens. It doesn't happen. <coughs> I don't know what's wrong with my voice, by the way. I can't get up to... What's up? Welcome to the show. I don't know what the fuck that was. I changed the way that I do... Uh, I changed the way I do the transitions where, like, between scenes, they call them. And um, it's on my space bar now. And apparently, during the intro there, I accidentally hit the space bar. And it it fucked everything up. And everything freaked out. And, uh, yeah, so we're we're, we're good now. We're good. We got it. And um, hold on. Let me pull up the chat window here. There we go. <clears throat> All right, got the got the chat window up. Reyes, I swear to God, I swear to God on everything holy, Reyes will beat a joke into the ground for three goddamn years, bro. Reyes is still posting his birthday, bro. Yeah. 
I am not having this bullshit. Not just sign the rest of the show. Yeah. Devabeba. I I don't know what's going on right now. The the devil is busy. Okay? The devil is busy. Uh we got we got Reyes in here making three thousand year old jokes. And then we got tech problems. We got just god damn it. You know what? You know what? You know what? Nora comes home today, so nothing you guys can say or do. <clears throat> nothing you guys can say or do can ruin my day. No tech problems can ruin my day. No lame-ass jokes that you just won't let die. Looking at you, Reyes, can ruin my day. Y'all know I hate it when you beat your those jokes into the ground. Like It's just like we got... You got to understand shelf life, not just you, Reyes. A lot of people do their shit. What's up, Shock? Good to see you. Um, I do want to say, um, be sure to get a little pre-flight in. What? I don't know what that means. Everything was fine until I popped in and said, Shock. No, what's up, buddy? Uh, um, so, let's see. CC, what are you doing? Thank you for the 12 bits, CC. Steven Luther, thank you for the resub, buddy. That is 15 months. Holy shit. And then Reyes. Not only does he do the free Reyes, but then he does the birthday joke and while he resubscribes for 15 months. So it's like, I love you, but I hate you. Like, I'm serious. I think I'm just going to start Timing you out every time you make one of those lame jokes. I think that's just going to be the new rule. Okay, you know what? New rule. When Reyes makes the lame free Reyes joke, timed out. When Reyes makes the lame May 16 joke, timed out. That's it. Done. No more. This show values originality, Reyes. Joel, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. Homo Astro Spare, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. Thank you for resubscribing. <laughs> 16 months, let's go. I don't know what's wrong with my voice. I really don't. Like, I I feel fine. At Chris Reyes, just cause. <laughs> you guys, see, Reyes, you see? You got, you done got time to fuck out. That's what you get. John Dory, MVP of the show today. I'm already going to announce it. John Dory. Used his hard-earned points to time out Chris Reyes. MVP of the show, John Dory. Well done, buddy. Well done. So, uh, I feel fine, but for some reason, my voice is shot. And I don't know why. Maybe it's because literally last night, well, I shouldn't say the first time. Uh, it was the first time I smoked a full cigar since getting sick almost two weeks ago. And smoked a cigar in forever. So I guess it was that. I just, in a combination of, I don't know, post-nasal drip. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Just, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt. I just, I can't like, like I can't, normally when I get loud, the octave of my voice goes up at the same time. Can't do it. I can't do it. I don't, Shock said you sound kind of hot. Shock would, Shock is used to this voice. There's some times and I'd come in on a Saturday from maybe a road trip 
or whatever. Um, and on when we would do game day, and I'd have that hungover voice. Yeah, <laughs> raspiness got me bricked. <laughs> you damn has a boner. <coughs> Not a COVID cough anymore. 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 It was. Um. So Reyes got timed out. We're good to go. We're all caught up. Hey, uh, sorry again about no show yesterday, but I do want to say shout out to my boy, Donnie Houston. Thank you for having me on the podcast. I had an absolute blast. Uh, it was a ton of fun. Um, I always wanted to, one, do the show just because he's dope and the, the, the show is a dope show. Uh, but I kind of wanted to see the studio and where he shoots. And, you know, I like to see how other creators do this, not just me. So it was cool to to do that. And I thanked him because, like we talked about on the show, uh, th- look, uh, of all the interviews I've done and people I've had on this show as guests, either to promote their comedy albums or other things or whatever, just their, their brand and their stuff, like maybe I think maybe four people have invited me no not even um i've done kiki's show i mean i guess i won't really count well i guess you have to so yeah josh and and kyle count they've they've had me on their show uh kiki maroon has um alex uh middleton from the rod ryan show had me on past the gravy and then donnie houston but literally in like three years of all the people i've had on this show I, I would say maybe five to six people have invited me to uh, cross-pollinate. So, yeah, it was it was cool of him to reach out without me having to ask and then bring me in and do the show. It was a lot of fun, really cool. So, very, uh, very dope to do. So, sorry I had to miss it because it was right smack dab in the middle of the day. Um, but that's when he records. So, but got to get it done. So we're here. Uh, we got NHL to talk about. We got NBA to talk about. We got some baseball news, sad news for the Astros. Um, we could talk PGA. I got the video of Alex. What was his name? Uh, hold on. I have it over here. I had one. I wanted to say Hamlin. Alex had one getting tackled. Adam had one, excuse me, getting tackled by security. Oh, that was dope. Uh, we'll get to that. We got headlines. We got all kinds of shit. Just shooting the shit today, hanging out, having a good time, getting back into the swing of things. We got one show tomorrow and then we're off for the rest of the week. Um, yeah. And then next week we kind of get back to normal. Daddy's not on the road. I mean, I do have some comedy gigs, but daddy's not on the road. So there, um, PB dub said Friday makeup show. I wish, but I have committed to going out and seeing Maddie T um, down in Paso, get down Dina. Maddie T is a potential sponsor of uh, Barry on Deck. So, yeah, we got to make that happen. We got to get down there and uh, meet with him, try to get him on board. So, um, oh, damn, we're in a level two hype train. You guys are insane. Christopher Mina with the Risa. Let's go, buddy. Thank you so much. Uh, that is 11 months. Uh, let's see what, um, why didn't that fire off? Why didn't that, uh, what is this browser? What, what, what's, which one is this? Dead gummit. Come here. You son of a bitch. 
No. Oh. oh, I can hear that. I can hear that. Oh, we got a shoe check. Oh, you're going to be so disappointed. We hadn't really done a shoe check in forever. Uh, so it's you're going to be disappointed, Heartthrob. Thank you for uh, for 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 doing it, but you're going to be sadly disappointed at this shoe check. Um, yeah, so Barry sounds like a 73-year-old that wears a house coat with two-pack of Virginia Slim a day habit. <clears throat> little bit, little bit, little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not my shining moment. It's not my best voice, but you know what? We're going to make it work, so. Um, McLevin said, oh, boy, incoming dad shoes. No. I mean, so normally you guys know I like to match, you know. I like to to matchy match. Um, and I told you Nora got me some new slippers for my birthday. And this week without her here, I have just been an absolute goddamn mess. I went to bed at 3.30 in the morning last night. I woke up at 11 o'clock yesterday and 10.30 today. And I have so much shit to do. I have so many things I need to get done. I don't need to be sleeping till 10.30 or 11, but without my wife uh, here to keep me in line, that's what I say. If I was single, I would be the I would be a goddamn mess. I would be, if I was just a, a bachelor, if I was a single man with no one to hold me accountable, it would just be goddamn, it'd be awful. Anyways. Um, so I don't, I mean, I barely want to get dressed for this show right now, but I did. I got on jeans, um, but I'm rocking the new slips. What? Oh God damn. Look at them pretties. Them hoes is sexy. So she, I had some slip on some slippers, some house slippers that I, I wore around the house. And I was never that guy. I was never the guy that wore house slippers. I was never that guy that wore house shoes or anything like that i just walked around barefooted or in socks and i don't know man nor got me some slippers with little fur in them um they were sperry's or some shit i don't remember they were nice man but then they started stinking <laughs> and these don't stink yet yeah these don't stink yet so she was like well those are when you when i saw you spraying lysol on your other ones i decided you needed some new slippers so she got me some uggs slippers yeah, dude, they're so comfortable. Oh my! What did I just do? What did I just do? <coughs> yeah, nah. Barry, those are actually so dope and look so comfy. Caught me off guard. Okay, Big Pippin, they are. I didn't buy them. I mean, I wouldn't have picked something like that. You know what I mean? Like that's all the wife. I was kind of like, oh, they're Uggs. That's aren't those for chicks? I mean, apparently not. I guess it's like, uh, you know. Lululemon makes pants for dudes. So I have those in black and I feel like I'm walking on marshmallows. Oh my God. CC though. Everybody, I'm about to hip you to some game. You're going to be like, oh my God. Um, this is amazing. So let's see. Yep. This is them. So CC, you like comfy slip on shoes, little, little slip ons and stuff like that and whatnot. So do I. Now, I used to not, but um, Donna said I love my Ugg sneakers. Do they make sneakers? I didn't even know that. Oh, come on, Barry. Men, women, we can all wear anything now in 2023. 
That's pretty true, Dick Willie. Flip said, how do slippers start to smell? Half of them are missing. I swear to God, we may have timed out the wrong person. Uh, why couldn't it have been Flip and not Reyes? <laughs> Amos said, them the Tom Brady 20s. <laughs> uh, oh, Jet, how'd you know? That's what I was going to bring up. UFOs. So I was I was in Wichita. I'm hanging out, kicking it. And we're in the condo, and um, the the MC has has on some 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 slippers, right? Some slides, um, you know. And and he's he, he, I don't I mean I don't even notice really to be honest with you. But he goes, "Hey man, uh, put this shoe on and feel how it feels." And he's like, "Just walk around in it for a second. I was like, "That's kind of gross, bro." He goes, "Nah, just trust me." He goes, "If you you know go put some socks on or whatever," and I was like, "Nah, it's cool." Um, and I put these on and walked around and oh my God, Cece, if you want the most, the softest, most comfortable, fluffy feeling marshmallowy shoes, slip on slide things, yo, these joints. So I've got some for Nora for her birthday. Nora's birthday is coming up at the beginning of July. So I got her these. I think I got, I don't remember what color I got. I don't know if I got purple um, or the, I may have gotten the the tan or the khaki or whatever the fuck. Donald said I can't get UFOs to fit too wide. Oh, uh, that sucks. Well, Nora has narrow feet, so this might be a problem then. <clears throat> but, oh, my God, these are amazing, CC. CC said, what are those? CC. I'm telling you, these sons of bitches, it was like walking on a cloud. It was amazing. So you should uh, you should check it out. You really should. If you like comfy sandals, slip-ons, and whatnot, like them sons of bitches, whoo, amazing. I may have to get some for myself later, but I got her some. Um, Crocs are terrible for your feet and posture, Barry. Ufos are actually good for your feet. Oh, no shit. I mean, I still wear my Crocs, though, so. Uh, reefs are awesome. I don't, I didn't have reefs. Reef sandals have stepped their game up as well. Oh, okay. Mark said, God damn it. The timeout already got used. I was waiting to use it on total Dallas. The moment he gets here. Yes. Sorry. Uh, Tony said those are not made for Mexican moms. No, they're not. They are. They do not hurt when you, you get hit with them. So they're definitely not made for Mexican moms. hundred percent fact. Uh, Tony, well, well done. Well done. Um, I'm just trying to say what's up to the chat, uh, real fast. I mean, I've, We've kind of started the show already, but hey, what's up, everybody? How about that? I'll just do that. And that way we don't have to go through all the tech problems, kind of fuck the shit up for the day. So, yeah, you need a good old fashioned um, rubber chancla with the plastic things on them. That's a uh, that's a Mexican mom chancla for sure. All right, let's do it. Let's uh, let's do some sports headlines. Uh, oh, real fast, real fast. I do need to say. Let me look at my rundown. Yeah, real fast, I just want to say, um, so this is show 665. Tomorrow is show 666. CC's probably not showing up for that one. Um, but I did want to say um, get well soon to uh, Alan Denson. Um, my boy Alan in the hospital, actually in recovery right now, had surgery this morning. Um, he was He's getting a penis extension. And um, I, I'm told everything went well. 
and he looks like a normal man now. And so good for him. Congratulations to him and to Kathy on the on the penis extension. So, um, yeah, good good for him. Uh, but no, all seriousness, I hope he gets well soon. Um, take care of yourself, Alan. I know Kathy's going to do a great job taking care of him. So get well soon, though, buddy. We're all we're all rooting for you. Um, and if you pray, pray. If you don't, then that, whatever you do, whatever you do, stay far, far away from what? I don't know from what Dick Willie is he coming to eat Zion is coming here no Zion's not coming here no Zion's not coming here don't 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 kid yourself uh all right let's do let's do the uh let's get to our sports headlines what does this button do that was weird that's not the sports headlines let's go okay that's not the fucking what is happening right now what why won't this go away? What the fuck is this? What in the fuck is this? I don't know why this won't go away. What the fuck is on my screen? Oh my God. What? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I probably shouldn't be like, what does this button do? Uh, yeah save that for off there okay now motherfucker i've screwed up my overlays now oh i screwed up my lower thirds wait a minute wait a minute fixed it i just gotta make sure this is just a typical wednesday shut up you dab all right i got the comments working again all right now let's try to do some sports headlines for fuck's sake I hate all of y'all. Bro, I turned the game off after the second period and went to bed last night. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a fun watch. In fact, the whole finals was kind of not fun, Mark, if I'm being honest. We'll get to it. All right. Uh, yeah, turn it off, turn it back on again, reboot, control, delete. Have you unplugged it and plugged it back in? Which, by the way, in the history of tech support, has never fucking fixed anything. What's up, Ian? Good to see you, buddy. All right, here we go. Sports headlines. Bad news, Astros fans. On Friday of last week, uh, Jordan Alvarez tweaked his oblique um, in the cages before his final at bat of the game in Toronto, or versus Toronto, I should say. I don't know. Were they in Toronto? I don't even remember. Anyways, um, so they think he's going to be out at least four weeks, at least two weeks, just to kind of gauge where he's at. And then, and then, um, they can maybe uh, start to get him back into the swing of things, no pun intended. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully, best case scenario, he's back in four weeks. Don't know, though. Um, it's going to be interesting because this Astros team has really not been at full strength all year. Whether it's Altuve out, Pena missed a little time now. He's been under the weather. Jordan's out for four weeks. Abreu's finally getting hot, but, um, you know, is it a big blow to the Astros? No, I'm not as concerned about that as I am. Um, pitching depth is really kind of where I'm at with my headspace. You know what I mean? Like, when you look at this team of the, the, the dominance of this team in years past, um, when Fromber was your three or four, 
and Christian Javier was your five, four or five, that was that was when you were coasting. You know what I mean? Now those guys are your one and two. And you you better hope you 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 know you get McCullers back in a decent time frame and everything else. So um that's my concern. Pitching depth, rotational depth. They need to go out and get another frontline starter, just my opinion. <clears throat> if they want to make a legitimate and serious World Series run. But the offense, that's that's all, you know. I mean, Alvarez is going to miss about a month. You know, Altuve missed his time. You're going to have those problems. You get Uncle Mike back. I feel like as long as they have everybody back for the last two months of the season-ish, if the Rangers are going to fade, they'll fade then. And, um, you know, the Astros can, can overtake them. All they really need to do, all they really need to do, is just hang, hang, you know, get into the playoffs. Whether it's a wild card or they win the division, I don't give a shit. But this team is built for the postseason, so all they really have to do is get in. So, um, Dick Willie said Abreu's hitting 289, 13 hits, 10 RBIs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's finally come around, and then you lose Alvarez. So it's like all this hasn't even all happened at the same time. You haven't had Abreu and, and Pena and Alvarez and uh, Altuve and everybody and Uncle Mike all clicking at the same time. So, um, <laughs> Dick Willie said, will Abreu win player of the month before Alvarez now? And Donald's like, he ain't that good. Yeah, I don't know if he wins player of the month. He might, but. Mets lost one to the Yankees yesterday. Yeah, and they had another uh, pitcher ejected for sticky hands. Boy, if I had a nickel every time my hands were sticky. Okay. Um, But, yeah, Mets lost again. The Mets might be the most jinxed, snake-bitten franchise in the history of sports. Name another team, Cleveland Browns. Name another team, New York Jets. Name another team that's more snake bit than the New York Mets. It's crazy. Uh, the Astros have played a lot of baseball the past six years. Things happen. Yeah, I mean, that's true, Alex. But you know what? Like, I, I don't. It's not a grueling physical game in that regard. I, I, I don't know. You could convince me that like, oh, man, you know, a guy like LeBron James has to be. He's 38. But the wear and tear on his body, he's playing like he's, you know, or he's been in the league for 20 years, but wear and tear in extra games is like he's been in the league for 23. You know, like that. But baseball, I mean, maybe the arms you want to discuss. But, yeah, I, just overall, yeah, Alex said pitching. Even then, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm not going to use that as an excuse for this team. Dawson, said I watch the Astros. I don't need ESPN's opinion. There you go. Um, um, pretty sure Jordan has zero MVPs. Uh, he has a rookie of the year, and he'll get an MVP. He will. He will. Jordan. I'll, I, I feel comfortable in saying Jordan will win an MVP. I'll say it. Um, yeah, Terrence said Washington the Commanders. That's another snake bit team for sure. Uh, all right, another sports news. Stefan Diggs back at practice with the Buffalo Bills a day after his absence. If you didn't hear about this, he he was there Monday, got a physical, but left Tuesday. 
before the mini camp practice or whatever it was. And they asked Sean McDermott uh, afterwards, was this a concern? And he said, he's very concerned. He's very concerned about it. Now this isn't an injury problem. This isn't a contract negotiation. In fact, what they're not a hundred percent sure why Diggs is doing this. At least there's just been speculation. We haven't heard from Diggs. But uh, Josh Allen, it was interesting, came out and, and took some blame for it and said, look, you know, maybe we haven't involved him as much as we should have been in, uh, keeping him involved in the offense and decision-making and uh, the, everything about this franchise going forward, and we'll do a better job of that. Um, so, I mean, at least he owned it, but he was like, you know, I love that dude. I, I, I freaking love that dude. Uh, I want him on this team, and he's he's important. So, you know what? I mean, look, man. Sometimes you, you dudes feel underappreciated. Oh, it's all every time they talk about Buffalo, they always talk about Josh Allen. They don't never talk about me. They'll never talk about me. Every time they make a decision, they always ask Josh. They'll never ask me. I mean, these dudes have egos. You know what I mean? These dudes have. They, they need their ego stroked. They need to be. Uh, they need to feel important. They need to feel wanted. By their teams, especially big stars like Diggs. So, I don't know. It's a weird thing. Hey, what's up, Clarence? Good to see you, buddy. What's up, Total Dallas? It's a weird thing, but I don't know. You know, whatever. Um, make the dude happy. If if, if He just signed a new contract, so, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's all about feeling important. But, um... He was back today. His agent said he'll be there for the entirety of mini camps and camp and, and all that. So, um, yeah, just a weird thing. Just so, just a, you know, Diggs not feeling uh, uh, special, so they had to. So sources are saying that the Wizards are working with Bradley Beal on trade scenarios. This is really weird because I didn't know this was a thing. I just assumed everybody in the NBA had it or vets did at least, but apparently Bradley Beal is the only player in the NBA with a no trade clause. What? How is that possible? I shit you not. If you look at this ESPN article about that very scenario, which is where I plucked the headline from. Um, I mean, it legitimately says this, which I was kind of shocked. I mean, I guess I just a foolish assumption on my part. <coughs> Excuse me. But if I um if I pull this up for you. Right here, let's see. Travis seems getting reached out to Washington. Um, Bill's unique standing as the NBA's only current player to have a no trade clause negotiated into his deal. Now, I don't know if that means that, that maybe you just get no trade clauses after like a certain amount of time in the NBA. I can't imagine. That's how I read it. And now that I think about it, maybe it's because he hadn't qualified for a no trade clause yet. Uh, no trade clause NBA. Maybe he just hadn't 
um, qualified yet. How the uh, no trade clause in the NBA works? Bradley Beal reacts to uh, okay. It says, in theory, a no-trade clause is exactly what it sounds like. It gives the players the right to refuse or the requirement to approve if you would prefer any trade in which they were to be included in practice, though they are extremely rare. How rare? Currently, there exists only one in the NBA. Why did I think more players had no-trade clauses in the NBA? There has never been much more than that at any snapshot in time since 1980. In large part, this is due to the uh, particulars of the circumstances that must come before a player can be offered uh, one. To be eligible for a no-trade clause in a new contract, player must have eight years of NBA experience and have spent at least part of at least four of those seasons with the team he is signing the new contract with. These are the minimum parameters for no-trade clause eligibility, and they must be true at the time of the signing of the respective contract. If you happen to pass those thresholds while still on an incumbent deal, you cannot shove one in retroactively. And that's true. Bill has been with Washington for his entire career, which is, what, 11 years? Uh, yeah, 11 years he's been with Washington. So I just I didn't realize that. That, that just struck me as odd. Because you feel like, or, or maybe I feel like at least, the NBA is such a, a, a player-friendly league. From the contracts being guaranteed, all the other stuff. So, I don't know. It just that just struck me as really odd. But now they're working with him to try to find a trade partner. Um, you know, he wants to go play for a contender, and they need to figure out if they're going to rebuild. You got Kyle Kuzma and Kristaps Porzingis who could opt out and become free agents. So you have the Wizards could go from having Kyle Kuzma, Bradley Beal, and Kristaps Porzingis to having none of those three. Pretty wild. Um, let's see. Congratulations to the Nuggets. Yeah, we need, we'll get to that too. We'll get to that in just a second. Um, so back to the uh, back to the sports headlines. That was uh, that's where that's a little basketball news for you. And no, Bradley Beal's not going to be a rocket. Bradley Beal's going to go to a contender that needs some shooting. You know, that needs a shooting guard. That's. Um, Maybe they have a point. Maybe they have, you know, a big man. Uh, they're just they're looking for a they're looking for a shooting guard. I don't know if James Harden leaves and comes back to Houston. Maybe Bradley Beal goes to Philly. I don't know. That's uh. Is there like a let's see? Ah, Bradley Beal landing spots. Heat and Grizzlies. Best landing spots. Interesting. Um, oh, look, one hour ago, Sixers Bradley Beal pursuit gets doused with cold water. So it was Sixers was an option. Um, this is, however, uh, Wizards appeared prime for a rebuild. They're going to trade him. Years of rumors. This could finally be the offseason he gets dealt. Teams such as Miami and the 76ers has emerged as potential landing spots. Um, there are plenty of reasons why acquiring Beal would make sense, but there are some obstacles. Um, it's my understanding the Sixers probably would not be a suitor for Beal. He has a big contract for a lot of money with the new CBA. 
with Abrams that doesn't allow for much flexibility for roster building. And Sixers believe Tyrese Maxey can be an all-star. So, okay. Um, so not the Sixers. And according to the quick Googling Googles, um, Heat and Grizzlies look like two landing spots. Lakers, does a build trade make sense? Yeah, you're just throwing shit out, clutch points. I swear to God, clutch points is just like, write everything. Just write it all. Does it make sense for Bradley Beal to go play in Europe? Like, bro, what the fuck are y'all doing? God damn. Clickbait posted motherfuckers. I swear to God. Uh, last word on sports. I never heard of this bullshit. Is there any goddamn respectable sports places left on the internet? Beal says he had no viable landing spots in free agency, but that ignores the reality of star movement. Okay. <laughs> um, sports not okay. So yeah, he's gonna be traded. I would go to. I wouldn't go to Memphis to save my life. Yeah, it's kind of a mess over there with Ja and everything that's going on. But but, I mean, you imagine Ja Morant and Bradley Beal, his teammates. She's. Betting odds have the Rockets getting Harden and Brook Lopez makes me sad as fuck. I mean, that doesn't mean it's going to happen just because the betting odds say that. Um, but <laughs> Clarence said, "Isn't this a respectable sports place?" This is a what? What would I be called? Damn it! What? What? What do I do? What do I do? I'm not a sports journalist per se. I'm more sports media than sports journalism, I guess. What am I? Am I a talking head? Is that what I do? <laughs> Does it depends on who you are? Am I? Uh, am I? Uh, 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 um, I'm like a, I'm like a talking head, I guess. I'm a sports discussion. Well done, nasty Nate. Well done. Yeah, sports discussion, uh, sports and entertainment. Well, I mean that's the show, but I don't know what my Nora struggles with sports and stuff. Nora's always saying this, and it pisses me off. But she's always like, I don't know what to tell people you do for a living. When people ask, oh, what does your husband do? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean I don't know? I do stand-up comedy and sports talk. But it does sound stupid. Like, if, if she were to be like, oh, he's a podcaster, it just sounds like I'm having a midlife crisis. Which I probably am, but it's like, she, you know, he uh, he tells dick jokes and curses a lot on Twitch. I told her I was like, just tell people I'm a stand-up comic. This is what I do. This is my job. I don't know. <laughs> told Dallas, I'm talking head. You're talking out of somewhere. Hey, kiss my ass. Told him Dallas. We can call the new Grizzlies offense a running gun now. Oh, Clarence, well done, buddy. Well done, Clarence. Well done. Uh, opinionated sports enthusiast. No, not soccer pundit, but pundit is the word I was looking for. <coughs> not a COVID cough. Kind of is, but it's more... Um. Yeah, I. I don't know. I don't know. Sports and stuff was like the blitz too, right, Donna? Flip said you are like the WWE. Okay, first of all, no, I'm not. 
That is, no, I'm not. I'm sports and entertainment, not sports entertainment. You're like, yeah, get out of here. Get out of here. That bullshit. Uh, All right, let's finish up these headlines. Last one, sadly, sadly, Barry's more like Tim Dillon. I will slap the ever-living shit out of you. I mean, open-handed pimp slap the fuck out of you, Dick Willie. There's no way I'm like Tim Dillon. I work with that dude. I told the story off air to somebody. Yeah, I I, I worked with Tim Dillon. I, I featured for him while ago in San Antonio. Definitely not like that. <clears throat> For a myriad of reasons, none of which have to do with the fact that he's gay. All right, last thing on here. Um, Arkansas recruit Dion Stutz was an 18-year-old three-star recruit who had committed to the Razorbacks to play football for them. Tragically, um, this young man has died in an ATV crash that occurred on his parents' property. Um... So sad news, you know what I mean? Those that's man, you hate to hear about that in, in any facet of life, but you know, you you forget that some of these kids, man, they're just kids. They're just kids and uh unfortunately, tragic accident on the property. I don't know if uh, you know, it was what the circumstances were around the crash, but uh Dion Stutz has passed away at the age of 18 because of an ATV crash. And those things can be dangerous. I don't think people take them as serious as they need to. You know what I mean? I don't think they 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 take them. Um, they look at them as as something that can can cause some serious injury. But you can fuck around and find out on an ATV. My my grandmother used to have a three wheeler, and um, that was her big draw to get us grandkids to come to see her. And she literally bought a three wheeler. And of course, my grandmother, being my grandmother, would drive that some bitch around the neighborhood. She would get on her her little three wheeler. Maybe it was a four wheeler. No, it was a three wheeler. But the three wheelers to me seem uh, more um, dangerous than the four wheelers, just because it's like I don't know, they're a little more prone to flipping if you turn too fast. Hey, what's up, Sandoval Augie? Is that is that Sandoval, our Sandoval? Sandoval, are you new? Or is that old school Barry on Deck Sandoval in H-Town? Let me see. Was that first time chatter for Sandoval? No, it was not. No, it was not. So is that is that old school Sandoval? Motor gang nanny. Yeah, bro. Nanny had a, nanny had a uh, scooter. She had a badass scooter. So she had two scooters, in fact. Grant, granny, uh, nanny had two scooters. She had uh, one of them fucking mopeds where you had to pedal that bitch to get it started. And then she just had a regular ass scooter, a red scooter, a spree. That bitch was badass, though. Boy, I'd get on that fucking scooter, fill that some bitch up. I'd drive around her neighborhood for hours just riding the scooter. And then she had the three-wheeler. Uh, and we would go, she had a property, uh, that we go riding trails on. It's pretty fun. So, Hey Barry, what do you think of Juliana trashy Pena acting like she didn't get her ass beat by Amanda Nunez and talking trash everywhere, bro, that you got to understand something, Clarence about MMA fighters. And, and I, uh, Amos said four wheelers way easier to flip one sharp turn and you're on two wheels, man. But I feel like. 
I feel like the three-wheeler with just the one wheel flipped way more, uh, flipped way easier. <laughs> Did she lick her shoulder while she was driving the ATV? Sometimes she would, sometimes. Uh, Jeremy Pena looks like a Latin Pete Davidson. That's not true at all. Um, so, yeah, Juliana Pena talking trash. Bro, the thing I've learned about MMA fighters, one, the vast majority of them are good people. But to do that, to 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 participate in that sport takes a different kind of ego. You know what I mean? Like, look, if you do any sport at a high level, you have several things going for you. One, and, and you know what? I won't just say sports. I'll say entertainment, any kind of entertainment. If you're any kind of... Um, high-level athlete or you're an entertainer, whether it be you're in radio, you do sports talk, you do comedy, you do a podcast, you do, you're an actor, you're whatever, a voiceover, any of that stuff, there's a certain amount of narcissism and ego involved. And your boy's included in that. I mean, I'm there. There's just you, you. Nobody does this for a living, talking into a microphone. If they don't have a little bit of narcissism in them, they think that they're important enough that people want to hear what they have to say. And the same is true as athletes. They think that they're the best fighter in the world or the best athlete in the world because they've reached a level that very few will ever reach. And they they're they're good. So when you combine some of that narcissism with some with the talent with the ego and with the fact that a that a sport like MMA really challenges your your pride and your pridefulness you know what i mean if you get your ass beat in front of the whole world that's a that's a tough thing that's a tough thing to um you know, own up to every day. But yeah, I got my ass whooped in front of millions of people. Huh. I mean, it's not an easy thing. So I think what you see with somebody like Juliana Pena talking trash, uh, even after an ass whooping, is that's just them covering up for the fact that they probably are embarrassed. They're probably deflecting. I don't really give a shit. You know what I mean? Like It's like Pat Bev. Pat Beverly always talked shit when he was losing. And it's like, well, what are you covering up? What are you what are you hiding? So, I mean, look, there's a ton of people that talk trash. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Yeah, but it, that doesn't surprise me, bro. There's tons of people that get their ass whooped that are delusional enough to think that, well, I mean, you got lucky. Like, no, bitch, you got your ass whooped for five straight rounds. You mean lucky. A defense mental mechanism. That's a good way to put it. Flip. Real good way to put it. <clears throat> Dick Willie said, holy shit, three-wheel ATVs were associated with more than 300,000 injuries and 1,000 deaths between 1983 and 1988. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Three-wheelers are, you don't really see them that much anymore because of that. Terrence said, when I was seven, I flipped a four-wheeler backwards and then drove it into a window once we got it upright. Never rode one again. God damn. Shit. Three-wheel ATVs were banned in the 90s. Oh, well, there you go. Your boy tried to tell you they're much more dangerous than four-wheelers. Yeah. 
<laughs> Stephen the weather guy says, sounds like Monty Python. It's just a flesh wound. Uh, what's up, Skiggity Big? Mixed martial arts can also kill 99% of the population with their hands. They've done this most of their life right up until the point they got beat. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's the worst? That's the worst when you wreck, get back on the horse and wreck again. A little bit, a little bit. All right, um, so there's your sports headlines. Let's, we didn't get to talk about it uh, yesterday because, oh, man. <sighs> Darn it to heck. It's not supposed to do that. That's not right. That's not right. Oh, well. Uh, let's talk a little uh, spicy nugs. Congratulations. Congratulations to the spicy nugs. They uh, they beat the Miami Heat 94-89 on Monday night. And uh, again, wasn't here yesterday doing the Donnie Houston podcast, so couldn't talk about it. But um, So I know it's kind of old news. Jokic wins finals MVP. Um, it's tequila Wednesday. What? What? Dick Willis didn't stop the Yoki Chate 2023. You gets none of that here. You gets the shut up, Amos. Yeah, you gets no Jokic hate from me here. You gets none of that. I don't hate that man. I don't have a reason to hate that man. In fact, you hear me do nothing but defend that cat on this show. Um. So look, the 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 nugs, um. I had Nuggets in five, and I will give credit to the Heat for the fact that they just, they never quit, and Eric Spolstra wasn't going to let them, but they never really quit. They, 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 although in, in that last game, in game five Monday night, there were some questionable things. It was like, I know Mark Jackson at one point, it was in the fourth quarter, maybe early, when he was like, Jimmy Butler needs to take over, and listen. Jimmy Butler didn't do a lot until the last three or four minutes of the fourth quarter. And he started knocking down threes, getting them back in it, missed a a big shot down the stretch. You know, if he makes that, we could be looking at, you know, a game six. Not that they necessarily win the series, but keeping them in it, live to fight another day type thing. Because, you know, they they came back before. I mean, I... I doubted that they were going to beat the Nuggets. I just felt like Denver was deeper. It was at home. And like Joel Blank says uh, and has said several times on this show, when he joins me every Thursday at 4.15 to talk NBA, professional plug. Um, The thing is that that mile-high air is a true home court more than any other, you know, court in the NBA. So – Going back and, you know, first chance to do it. And um, they made a big deal out of Jokic kind of losing his shit on the sidelines in a huddle or during a timeout, showing some emotion and, and yelling at his team. And that was that was a turning point in that game, too, and he never does that. So, um, you know, leaders lead when it's required the most. <clears throat> and and he did just that. Um, I... Uh, I don't really have a lot to say. I think the series went the way I thought it would go. Um, I really wanted to see Jimmy Butler get a get a ring. 
But you know what? And I, I don't even know if you can say there's always next year. Here's what I want to talk about. And maybe other people, you know, because everybody's talking about Jokic. And, and we beat to death the Jokic conversation the last couple of weeks on this show. So I don't want to just go back to just the Nikola Jokic conversation. Donna said Jokic is ready to get back home. Is that true? Did he say that? Did he say, like, I'm ready to go home? He's such a cool dude. He's just, like, so laid back. And I never really had watched him talk or be interviewed until the finals. And, you know, uh, it, oh, oh, he for sure said it. Oh, that's hilarious. Hilarious. But he seems like, I mean, he seems like a great teammate. You know what I mean? He seems like a pretty humble dude. And, <clears throat> I don't know. It's a little little soon for me, though, to be talking dynasty with this Nuggets team. I mean, they're good and they're deep, but they ain't that deep. And they ain't that good. They, you know what I mean? I mean, save that dynasty shit for the Warriors and whatnot. I don't know. They did get to play an eight seed in the finals. You know what I mean? Tell the truth. Do you think Boston puts up a bigger fight? Yeah. Do you think Milwaukee loses 4-1 in the NBA Finals? I don't think so. It's just a, one of those weird things. So, um, But I think we're missing a couple of conversations here, folks. I think first thing we need to discuss... Is Aaron Gordon, like, legit? I won't say he's a star. But I remember back in the day when Aaron Gordon was just a dude who dunked a lot and won slam dunk contests. You know what I mean? Like, I let me, let me pull up his, um, his player profile and his stats. Let me... Let me see something because that was he was one of the two names that kind of stood out to me um, in this series and and really through the playoffs. But you, you saw a lot of Aaron Gordon, and um, you know, like if you if you go back and look here, right? So he had he averaged seventeen a game for Orlando back in twenty seventeen. And then 16, and then 14, and 14. And then when he gets here, or his, yeah, his first year in Denver, 10, and then 15. And then he climbs. What the hell was that? What the hell was that? Hey, Carne Asada, thank you for the follow. Sorry, I have all these graphics up, so it didn't show it didn't show your follow, but I appreciate the follow. Um, but the 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 this is not, you know, this is not the most impressive um, career stat line. You know what I mean? The dude for his career has averaged 13 a game, 32% from three. But, like, there was this time when he was winning slam dunk contests, but he really wasn't um, a guy that you were like, ooh, that guy is going to be a superstar. He busted out for the 17 a game and then 16 a game in Orlando for a couple years and then kind of backslid a little bit. But now he's he's experiencing somewhat of a resurgence. And I just felt like, dude, he he to me, his defense 
his defense was a um was a huge difference in these in the playoffs. I mean his intensity, the what he brought to the table. I just it 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 really stood out. You know what I mean? Like there were some guys that stood out in this series that maybe you didn't pay attention to because you don't watch the Nuggets all the time or or the Heat for that matter. But like Aaron Gordon was one of those guys where it was like, oh man, I always heard about him. Um, Gordon will gladly trade the dunk trophy for the championship. Oh, facts. Um, Wallace said he never won a dunk contest. I could have sworn Aaron Gordon won a dunk contest. I know he was in it all the time. And maybe he got robbed a couple times. Maybe that was it. Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon dunk contest. <sighs> but that was the thing. Like, he was just, to me, he was always just known as a slam dunk contest guy. I just, uh, even win or lose, that was that was his big claim to fame to me. Um, but now, when you watch him play, and, and fitting in, and, and, and Terrence had a good point, um, you know, or no, sorry, Eric Resendez. What's up, Eric? Uh, good coach again, good team helped Gordon. And I, I think that, that that has a lot to do with it, too. Because he looked like a respectable basketball player. Great? No. But really good? Yeah, better than just an afterthought in a slam dunk contest. Highlight reel? Yeah, way better. Um, which leads me to my next uh, conversation that I think we need to have. Is Bam out of bio a superstar? Are we prepared to say? Because, again, another guy who left it all out there. I mean, you couldn't ask for anything more. What's up, Jared Taylor? You really can't ask for anything more out of Bam than what you got. But is, is, is Bam a star in this league now? Are we prepared to elevate him to maybe not superstar? But, I mean, if I'm not mistaken... He led the Heat in scoring in the finals. Maybe the playoffs. Yeah, definitely the finals. I'd have to go back. I don't know how you pull up the series points uh, and compare that. But um, I heard them say that on a broadcast, that he had uh, he was leading the team in scoring in the finals. But I, I think it's a conversation worth having. Now, you may agree or disagree, and I haven't told you whether I think he is or is not. But I think it's worth the conversation, at least, because, you know, Jimmy Butler can only do so much. And Bam drew the unfortunate task of trying to stop Nikola Jokic over five games. And a lot of times when that's... That's what you're being called upon to do. It really does affect the way you play on the offensive end. So for him to have the kind of offensive output that he had in the finals and still have to guard and, and hold Jokic, because, you know, Jokic is a big man. You got to guard for 94 feet. You don't get to just go back, get yourself in the low block and get set. And he's going to come in and put his butt in your lap. And then you all can play basketball and you can defend and whatnot. I mean, that dude runs the break. You got to get on him. Somebody has to. I mean, you've got to go out and guard him on the perimeter. He'll knock down a three. Like, it's, you know, if a guy like Anthony Davis is going to struggle, I mean, I think Bam, really unsung hero for the Heat in these finals. And I know they only won one game. 
But maybe throughout the playoffs. All we did was talk about Jimmy Butler. But Bam, Bam put in work, man. Bam put in work. And I was impressed. And so I think those were two names that if I watched the finals, yeah, Jamal Murray. Yeah, Jokic. Yeah, Butler. <clears throat> but through a game in and game out, the two names that just kept like I just kept watching going, man. I'm I'm impressed. Was uh, Aaron Gordon and Bam Adebayo? And now another name, especially in this last game, and maybe the last two games. But Kyle Lowry, I'm Kyle Lowry. I'm Mike Lowry. But Kyle Lowry still had some in the tank. They even said at one point he hadn't scored. He was a plus seventeen, a plus seventeen on the floor and hadn't scored a point yet. But the dude was doing all the the little things, all the little things. Yeah, Terrence said Bam balled out. Absolutely, he did. Um, um, Ian, the big three, it's back. No, there's no. Oh, the the league. I thought you meant like the the big three. Uh, teams, teams with three superstars. Um, Gordon will gladly trade the dunk trophy for championship. Yep. Um, it's still small and poor compared to Russia, but what? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck that is. <clears throat> uh, Wade robbed him with a nine on a 10 dunk last time. So he stopped doing them. Oh, I do remember that. I do remember that. Wallace said at best, he's the third best player on a championship team. Bam. I don't know, man. I don't know. Bam could stop Embiid, Davis, Brooke Lopez. I was surprised how well Bam was handling the ball on loose ball situations. Really was heads up. Uh, Ice Cube is uh, hosting. Oh, yeah, you were talking about that big three. I thought you were talking about just like teams with three superstars. Heat won five or more games than stupid handpicked Lakers. And if Lowry would have... Won his second title. No. Kyle Lowry would not be. Bro, what the fuck is this? All right. Man, get your stupid ass out of my fucking chat with this bullshit, you dumb motherfucker. I hope your mom gives you herpes, you fucking cunt. Get out of here. You ban this dumb motherfucker. Oh, my God. Bro, you know how fucking lame you are? Do you understand what a ginormous, lame dick motherfucker you have to be? Good God. The fuck out of here. Thank you, Jen. Appreciate you. And you know what's weird is it didn't show up like that on my screen. It shows like shows up all broken up and shit. Like, oh, I'm going to clear chat, too. Uh, let's see. Where's my clear chat? There we go. Clear the chat. Get that shit out of here. <clears throat> the fuck out of here fucking loser I don't know why that shit makes me so angry too god it makes me mad I think it's just because it's such a fucking loser thing to do you know we're just chilling over here in our little corner of the internet minding our own goddamn business and then here comes this fuck face stupid fuck no I'm not clearing total Dallas out kids don't have anything to do this summer I guess you think that's what it is I'm going to go look at their profile. I should go track them down on Twitch. 
Go look at their profile and see what the fuck they do. I hope this motherfucker streams. Because if this motherfucker streams and has a chat, I'm going to his chat. And I swear to God, I'm going to post nothing but actual pictures of horse dick on his streams. Fucking dumb fuck. No, of course he doesn't stream. Bitch ass motherfucker. Okay. <clears throat> um. Hey, what's up, E3? Good to see you, buddy. Good to see. You. Yeah, if he was live, I would just post nothing but nothing but horse dick. His mom would like that though. No, Jet, not a regular. Some fucking troll. It's some random ass troll. Which I shouldn't have even given him the time of day, but I can't help it. It just it triggers me. It triggers me, and I don't know why. I guess just because. Like, just get a life, motherfucker. Just leave us alone. Why the fuck? Why? We're, just, we're all just here minding our business, talking NBA. You ain't fucking with nobody. Our little corner of the world. Fuck you. And these are the motherfuckers that you meet them, and they're like 500 pounds, fat as fuck. I mean, could, can't even walk to the fridge without having to take a break. Let, never been with a woman. Dick the size of a Vienna sausage. No fucking life. And literally, I guarantee you, not only are they happy I'm still talking about him, but I promise you when he posted that, he high-fived himself. I promise. He was like his little stubby, fat fucking fingers with the fucking chicken wing sauce on it and fucking dried cum and Vaseline. (laughs) We got him. Fucking loser. Uh, the movie Barrier the Whale was actually pretty good. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Um, <laughs> no, it's not free mustache rides. Uh, dude, I am watching Secession, though, you guys. Oh, my God. What a fucking show that is. Oh, my God. What a show that is. Secession is the shit. Sorry, Donna. I know that was gross. I, already, I said the word come and cunt in the same show. Not my shining, not my one shining moment. Oh, Dick Willie said it's a movie about a fat guy that couldn't walk. But I don't want to watch that. That's so sad. And that's Nate said I just finished the session. Highly recommended. Oh, I'm on season two, like episode four or five. Nora said she had to stop watching after six episodes. She didn't like it. I was like, you're crazy. The show is amazing. The acting. You know, it kind of feel like I kind of feel like there's like a slight bit of overacting that goes on, but everyone does it so well that it kind of all blends together so well. I just I don't know, man. It's such it's so such a unique show to me. From the writing to the acting to to the way it's filmed, very unique. Um, but I, I mean, it's right up there with all my, one of my all-time faves already. It's that good. Uh, it's on HBO Max. Terrence, Terrence said, "Where is that streaming on Max?" It was HBO, but now it's on Max. Ness Nay said, "Kieran Calkin is great in it." I don't know who Kieran Calkin is. Is that Macaulay Calkin's uh, daughter? I, I I really don't know who the fuck that is. Uh, I tried watching Secession, but I didn't, it didn't get my attention. Well, you fucked up, Cisco. You need to go back and, and rewatch it. Oh, that's a Roman? Oh, yeah. That dude does look like Macaulay Culkin. Holy shit, is that his brother? 
Is is that really? Let's see. I bet it is. I bet he's related. Kieran Culkin is an American actor. He began his career as a child actor in the films Home Alone, Father of the Bride. <sighs> Siblings. Macaulay Culkin. Holy fuck. Uh, yeah, but he, he really is. He's good in it. They all are. Him and, yeah, the whole cast. It's just, it's a damn good show. And apparently this is the last season, I think. So. Um, wait, Baron Deck, do you watch Righteous Gemstones? I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. But uh, Secession is really good. Highly recommend if you have the, uh, if you have HBO or Max or whatever the fuck it's called now. <clears throat> All right, well, that was two of the things that I wanted to discuss NBA-wise that I kind of made a note and sent to myself about Aaron Gordon and Bam. Those guys really stood out to me in this series. I mean, stars are going to be stars. They're going to do what they do, unless they don't, and then they don't. Man, what a, what a hot take that was. I mean, was that the most prolific take you've ever... Was that not the greatest sports take in the history of sports takes? Stars are going to be stars unless they're not. Good players are going to play good unless they don't. And then they don't. What? What the fuck was... What did I even say? I have no idea. If you haven't watched Silo, highly recommended. Okay. Ivan and Cece are the ones that put me on a, a, a snowfall. So I got to I gotta take their advice. Have the blocks been used? Yeah, the blocks been used already. Um, somebody else recommended a thing. Was it Yellow Jacket? I don't know what the fuck that was. She said they're all horrible people, but fun to watch. Yeah, it really is a fun like the acting, the way they do, like the way that they interact at the business too, like in the corporate world. Like, yeah, can I can I take a moment? Can I just do some? Can I just have some time just for some absorption? Like the way they talk, ah, it's just so spot on. It's great. Uh, Flip said, anyone watching Yellow Jackets? I don't even know what that is. That sounds like a Marvel or a DC spinoff. I'm out on that. Yellow Jackets is about the soccer team murder ladies. Secession has the highest percentage of cuss words of any show I've watched. Except this one. (laughs) Pretty sure we got them beat. Yeah, it is a lot of cursing. A lot of cursing. Danny McBride, Eddie Patterson, Adam Devine, John Goodman. It's a great show about grand televangelist tradition. Oh, gotcha. That was the dumbest take ever. You know what? Fuck you, Total Dallas. Yellow Jacket is the Lord of the Flies with a bunch of girls. And seeing that yellow, the Lord of the Flies did nothing for me, so. I don't even think I've watched it all. No, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't think I ever saw Lord of the Flies. All right, uh, let's see, close that, close that, close that, and um, I am telling you, oh, oh you know what we got to do? Uh, I need you all to get your shot glasses out. We we have, ladies and gentlemen, breaking news. I need everybody to get their shot glasses out right now. 
And you might be asking yourself, well, why? Why do I need my shot glass out? Because, bitch! Well, it was yesterday. Oh, Cece, I'm sorry I missed it. I'm so sorry I missed it, If you don't know, Cece is Queen Bee Spice, a.k.a. Queen Bee, a.k.a. Cece, a.k.a. Crystal, a.k.a. Crystal Collins, a.k.a. Decky do. Oh. Cece's the shit though. I love Cece to death. She's one of the kindest and sweetest people that I've just been lucky enough to meet. Um, and her birthday was yesterday. We didn't have a show, unfortunately. Um, but, but. They are having a birthday party if you live in the Houston area. They're having a party on the 17th. Um, where is it? Donna, where's the where's the party at? Hey, where's the party at? No, I'm not putting some crown on a shock. I'm just doing this shot of fireball. That's it. Nothing more. It's at Blue Lagoon. So if you're a member of the Discord, which you should be, uh, especially if you like this show and you want to see it stay on the air and continue, because, you know, daddy can't make money, he can't do the show. <laughs> but uh, they talked about it on the Discord, and uh, so Blue Lagoon on the 17th, get out there and... Uh, Go go say hi to CC. I'm gonna try like the Dickens to make it. I'm try, try, try. Try, 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 try. Um Shut up shocks in a back to the brain. Let's just do the shot for CC! It's not about me! It's about CC! CC, I love you, boo-boo. To death. And you know this, man. Um, I mean, one of the kindest, sweetest, most outgoing, most social, uh, people that I've ever met in my whole dumb life is Cece. She is just, if you, if you had, if you, if you had to pick one person to hang out with the rest of your life, it'd be Cece. That's just, that's just how it goes. Cece, I love you, boo-boo, so much. I hope you had a wonderful fantastical day i hope you got some road ahead or a hand job or whatever it is you're into cc i love you boo boo cheers ah. Ah. 6 p.m pizza snacks and strawberry cake where's that at at blue lagoon This song is the shit. I don't know why y'all hate on my birthday song.
CC said, well, I got a new golf bag. There's that. Thanks, everybody. I love you all too much. Oh, you got a new golf bag? That's dope. Good for you. All right, there was that. Um, we played the whole birthday song for CeCe. Rarely, rarely do we get a chance to do that. But we did. Saturday, June 17th, uh, Blue Lagoon, 7 p.m., I believe. Um, yeah. Nonetheless, can you time out a song? Shut your damn whore mouth, John Dory. No, you cannot. That was weird. Um, what was that? What was that? What was that? Steven Whittaker, thank you for the 10 bits. He said you missed my poll. Yeah, because your timing was fucking terrible, Steven. I saw it. I saw it. But you guys and your timing on some of the shit is awful. Awful. Goddamn awful. I don't know why I'm so mad because I'm really not mad. I did see your poll and it was. I hate you guys sometimes. Bring back the guy that posts dicks in the chat. Um, all right, here's Steven's poll. Fuck. Hey, what's up, Chewy? Uh, good to see you, buddy. All right, it was Steven's poll was. Let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Is CC's blood alcohol level currently above or below 0.08? I mean, we don't fucking know this already. That's a lot of goddamn... Is CC's blood... I'm just going to put BAC. Above or below 0.08. Now, here's the deal. I'm going to say below because she's at work. I mean, that's the rumor anyways. All right, the poll is up. Go vote. I think I know how this is going to go. Steven... God damn it, be better. Is CC in her birthday suit currently? I I don't know. That's rude. That is rude to ask that. <clears throat> All right. Um, let's talk a little. Let's talk just a little. Just humor daddy for just like, you know, just a little. At work, she says. <laughs> CC is the Tommy. I know that was like. The big joke with KD with Chris because he was like, I got a job and he couldn't tell anybody where he worked. Everybody's like, you ain't got no job. Um, Yeah, but that's CC's the Tommy from Martin on this show. You ain't got no job, man. Um, CC do work at Fantasies on 45 North. That's weird. All right. Uh, let's discuss for a for just but a moment folks i gotta fix this slide that doesn't look good it's supposed to be like yeah i gotta fix that that's uh i'll work on that that's not a good visual uh real quick though real quick though real quick though nhl finals stanley cup finals was kind of trash it wasn't that good the, the playoffs were amazing the playoffs were amazing, but the, the finals really didn't live up to the hype. Didn't really live up to the hype um, of, of what the rest of the playoffs 
were in the NHL. Um, I mean, Vegas was just too much for Florida. And again, you had a you had a high seed. I think Vegas was the one seed. Florida was an eight seed. Um, so you know, you had a, a really high seed versus a really low seed in the finals, and it kind of showed in this. You know, uh, again, this just like the NBA ends in a gentleman's sweep, but um, I mean, Vegas was just too much. Two different seven-goal games in the finals. In the finals, um, Hill in net was stellar uh, all series long. Boboski was the reason, one of the big reasons why Florida got there in the first place. But he's just he he's just overmatched. Just the Vegas was too deep, too good, um, and especially in this game five, they just it feels like most of the game was played. Uh, in the ozone for the Knights, and you're not going to have good results. You're going to give up nine goals when that happens. So, uh, you know, I, I I will say this: I'm hooked now, though. I I am definitely a hockey fan, and will be watching um, next season during the season. I'm 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 uh, Bobrovsky was alone. He really was, man, and it felt terrible because the dude played well. He played well. He just, I mean, you look at those nine goals, and yeah, some of them are on him for sure. You know what I mean? But a lot of times, man, his defense let him down or his teammates let him down. So Florida man made two finals, though, and the Rays are in first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lump in a whole state, though. Do the Panthers play in Miami? Is that where they play? And the Florida Panthers, aren't they in Miami? Which I always think it's uh, super. Uh, oh, I didn't even know there was Panthers in Florida, to be honest with you. But there apparently is. Because when I typed in Florida Panther, a wiki came up for a Panther native to Florida. Had no idea. Um, Where are they located? What city? Sunrise, Florida. A principal city of the Miami metropolitan area. There you go. Okay. So it's like they're in Katy. They're like they're like the Arlington Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? Or the Arlington Rangers, I should say. Um, so yeah, so they're they're in Miami. But I, I <laughs> Skinny Big said many cougars live in Florida. Ah, I see what you did there. Um I Look, I I think that um, it's great that Florida has had this run, but it, it the two eight seeds making the finals. But I'm not going to lump Tampa Bay in with what they did. You had the Miami Heat and the Florida Panthers, who were both Miami teams. Tampa's a whole different thing. That'd be like saying, like, oh man, you had the Rockets um, and the Texans, yeah. And then look what the Rangers did. Boy, Texas is having a go of it. It's like, no, that's not exactly the same. Yo, what's up, Aaron Rabel? Good seeing you, pimp. Might be worth uh, throwing a few shackles on the Dolphins to take the AFC. Hey, if you talk to heartthrob Rob Philip Barnard, he believes the Dolphins are winning the AFC East. And I'm like, that is just ridiculous. In a division that has Buffalo. And just got Aaron Rodgers added to the division uh, on a team who has the uh, offensive defensive rookie of the year plus some other talent. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. 
And the Jets would have been a hell of a lot better if Zach Wilson was not their quarterback last year. Think about that. Put Aaron Rodgers on the Jets last year. They're definitely making the playoffs. They're definitely playing well. So, I got the show on the TV in my office right now. I'm big time. Oh, fancy. Look at me. I'm all on Aaron's wall. Look how big I look. I mean, I'm assuming you have the TV on the wall. Is that right? Ian said Patriots will take over the AFC. Watch out. Oh, stop it, Ian. Ian, are you day drinking? That's the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard. The the, the, the Patriots are not. I don't give a shit if they do get D-Hop, which was the rumor. The Patriots ain't winning that division. They ain't there yet. Nowhere close. Nowhere close. Oh, I hope it's a dick pic, Aaron. Aaron said, I'm sending you a pick now. Yeah. Please be a penis pick. What time is it? 340? Shit, I had to take me a break. Go pee. Uh, the snow soccer match got a little exciting. It's not snow soccer. It's a way better than soccer. Way better than soccer. Hockey, 10 times better than watching soccer. Ian said, I'm a Patriots fan. Well... That therein lies the delusion. Therein lies that explains the delusion of saying they're gonna win that division. Bro, the Patriots will have had a good season if they don't finish last in the AFC East. Just go ahead and put that down. Just go ahead and just go ahead and write that down right now, Ian. It's a it's a win, it's an accomplishment on the season if they just don't finish last. Pert. 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 End of story. Uh, we got all the OGs in here. This is a fun show today. Look at everybody showing up, showing out. <laughs> I like it. And by the way, I never mentioned it, but an hour ago, we got a level two hype train in. We finished at 6% of a level two hype train. Three subs, 212 bits. Thank you, guys. Sean, what's up, buddy? Good to see you, man. The Stars lost to the Knights is easier to take after the finals. So says you, skigging it big. I mean, is that a is that a constellation? That sounds like such a Houston sports mentality thing to say. Is this a Texas sports thing? Because it's like Houston sports, we've always rationalized loss. We've always rationalized failure and not doing well by like, well, at least we lost to the eventual champs. Like that that means absolutely fucking nothing. Nothing. You know how many people lost to the champs? Fucking everybody. Everybody lost to the eventual champs. That means literally nothing. It just means you're another loser on the pile of losers that lost to the winner. CC, thank you for the six bits. Why'd you put the number nine? I don't. Oh, hey, guys. Six. Nine. I get it. I see what you did. You did the hey guys, and you didn't send 69. You sent six. And then you added a little bit. Well, you get you don't get the I like. You don't, you don't, I don't give a shit if it was your birthday. Rules are rules, little mama. If you ain't first, you last. I want to be dirty, but I'm poor. <laughs> I love you to death. 
<laughs> I don't believe you're poor, Cece. I don't believe that for one second. I don't. Uh, Titan Hugo said, Lance McCullers Jr. done for the year. Yeah, I kept seeing that mentioned in the chat. Let's do this. Let me take a quick breaky break. Let me go pee right, 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 right fast. Let me go pee right fast. Uh, I'm going to add some more Diet Coke to my to my tin here. Fancy with the name on it. What? I'm going to add some Diet Coke to that. Come back. We're going to finish up the show. we got about an hour 15 left. Also, I think my baby gets home finally. I've missed my wife so much. She's supposed to be landing, I guess. At five, which means she'll be home by six thirty ish. I cannot wait to hug that woman. God, I've missed that Mexican woman so much, so much. All right, let's take a quick break. I'm gonna pee. I'm gonna get a refill during this break. You go do what you normally do during a break, whether it's poop, smoke a cigarette, smoke a bowl, get something to eat. I don't know. Maybe you eat and poop at the same time. Whatever it is. You go do that. I'm going to go refill and pee, and we're going to reconvene back here. And when we come back, we're going to discuss Lance McCullers Jr. What do you do if you're the Astros? We'll discuss again, since your boy brought it up, you know, earlier. Last week, was it, or the week before? Not last week. We were out. But this is a topic that your boy has been addressing already. I guess the writing was on the wall. So let's... Let's circle heck back. Yeah. Let's back. Yeah, I'll be hearing. What's up, pimp? Thank you for resubscribing. 13 months. So let's do that. Let's uh, let's go get a break and we'll come back in a couple of minutes. And yes, since it's been a weird, wacky, wild week, uh, we'll sit on the corner and do some dope during this break. So you guys enjoy that while I go pee and get a drink. I'll see you back in a couple of minutes. Don't leave. Don't go anywhere. There are 45 people. I'm looking at it right there. It says 45 viewers. If I come back and it says anything less than 45, I'm flipping this fucking table and I'm burning this whole some bitch down. Okay, I'm not doing that. But I'll see you in a second. This is Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Laminex. Stick around, bitches.
Hey, welcome back to the second half of the show. I'm used to doing that saying hour number two because we used to do a two-hour show, and I always took a break after the first hour. Always, 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 and I don't do that anymore. I take a break randomly when I have to pee or <clears throat> I'm just tired or need a break or whatever, so... Uh, but welcome back to the second half of the show. I was, uh, while I was in there peeing, um, LSU baseball will face Tennessee on Saturday at Omaha. I can't get into college baseball. I just never have given a shit. Um, I, by the way, Aaron did send me a picture. Let's see here. Um, here we go. It is his penis. So everybody be careful. Because you're about to see it. Yo, Steven Weather Guy, thank you for the 20 minutes. Uh, Steven said you should go into the Texas basement right before Nora gets home. And when she gets there, act like you've been locked in there without your phone for three days. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I've been responding to her. We've texting back and forth. So it's not like I, you know. She knows. I've been sending her pictures of me laying in bed, hanging out with the cats, because she always is worried about the cat. She's never like, are you doing okay? Have you showered? Have you eaten? Are you taking care of yourself? It's always like, how are the cats? I mean, they're fucking cats. They're fine. Granted, their, their food schedule has been fucked up because your boy has not been getting up like he's supposed to. Uh, but here is, here you go. God damn it. Here's a picture of Aaron Rabel's office, uh, watching Barry on deck on the wall. Let's go. Here you go, Aaron Rabel. Your wall just got a thousand percent uglier. And for that, I am sorry. Um, sending her pics of you putting the lotion on your skin and placing it back in the basket. Okay. Randomly at a convenience store the other day and saw a single shots of fireballs. So I thought I bought one because of you. And then after I took it, I was reminded of what trash fireball is. <laughs> Fireball's not trash, sir. <coughs> COVID cough. Fireball's not trash. It's not the most exquisite. I mean, I have a fantastic um, assortment of alcoholic beverages. I do. Oh, shit. I just damn near pulled my uh, whole uh, mixer off the table. I have, I have Jameson. I have uh, the prideful goat. I have. Uh, I've got fireball. I've I've got some uncle nearest now. Let's go. In fact, I might smoke a cigar tonight or tomorrow. I don't know which, but I think it's gonna be time for some uncle nearest eighteen eighty four neat with my cigar next time I'm out on the back porch. Just FYI. But I have. I have. I mean, like. Bro, I literally, literally, Linda, 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 listen, Linda, listen, Linda. Bro, like I have this old bottle, uh, courtesy of uh, Christopher Hart, some Balcones Rumble. I've got some fucking Woodsub Reserve um, 
double oaked. And then I've got this. I don't know why he gave me this, but it was so dope of him to give this to me. It's an old ass collector's edition Jim Beam bottle from like forever ago. Look how old this bitch is. Look at this old ass. It was 10 years old when they made it. So like, look, it's got the screw off cap. It looks like scope. But yeah, that's Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. I got this old ass bottle of Jim Beam. Crazy. Crazy. Rest in peace to Christopher Hart. First of all, it's K-R-I-S, not C-H. He's a ginger. They spell it with a K. Um, but yeah, this is like from the 70s. And they had different uh they had different collector's edition bottles that you could buy. Pretty wild. Pretty crazy. I don't know why he gave them to me, but he was really nice enough to... This is what... He said this is what they used to do with bottles of whiskey to stand out. Uh, Skiggity Vic said you got to get those clear liquors. Tequila Blanco can cure stuff. Uh, I do have some 1800 tequila in a bottle. Anyways... I always forget about these two when I'm drinking because uh, I keep all my shit... Out in the, uh, you know what they say too, by the way, FYI, just a little something, something. Wow. We lost a lot of viewers. Did you guys really get that mad that I took a break? Fuck y'all for leaving. Everyone that left can suck a giraffe's butthole. Um, Oh, this is the Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I didn't even realize that. This is the Ruth Bader Ginsburg edition. Um, but what that tell you is what you should do with your with your uh, alcohol, especially your whiskeys and stuff. If you have whiskey that has a cork in the bottle, uh, every so often, maybe when you replace the batteries on your smoke alarm, maybe when you, I don't know, uh, you should turn it upside down for a bit. And soak the cork again. Get the cork wet. Because, because uh, it can dry out and get flaky and stuff like that and crumble, deteriorate. So, good thing to do periodically. Just take your whiskey bottle and uh, wet the cork. There you go. Little tip from me to you. Is there any stuff? Oh, there is. You can see the stuff in there the floaties that's good shit it's got floaties you know it's good whiskey all right anyways i had to do all that because someone said that fireball was trash and that's all i have is trash ass whiskey and for that sir you can go have sex with yourself what's up megan said gaining knowledge there you go um that's the second giraffe butthole reference this week I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Do the same with wine because the oxygen will cause the wine to go bad. Oh, no shit. Didn't know that. See, we learned something. Well, Barry dried out is bad. The cork will stop expanding in the neck of the bottle, thus letting air inside. That's, yeah, that too. Um, Mari needs that bottle. What? 
don't know what that means. Uh, is there a Brit grinder bottle? I don't know. I don't know why would there be why would there be a Britney grinder grinder? Uh, oh my God! You have a Ruth Bader Ginsburg edition. Yeah. Why is that a shock? Let's, uh, it's just fucking whiskey. It was just it was an ode to a woman. Ode to a woman who made significant contributions to this country. I don't feel like Dick Willie. You would be making fun of it if it was a fucking George Washington bottle with a fucking white wig on it. Who gives a fuck? It's the same whiskey. And there's nothing wrong with a hat tip to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Just because you're not a woman and don't see the value in her contributions to this country doesn't mean it wasn't significant. Shut up! Um, okay, Hugh Dab, that was racist. Uh, Skinny Big said, I said Fireball was trash, not your collections. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. Much appreciated. All right. Uh, what are we talking about? What do we got left? What do we got left? Let me look at the rundown. Let me look at the rundown. Let me, let me, let me look. Let's talk about Lance McCullers Jr. for a second. Let's talk about Lance McCullers Jr. Uh, apparently, apparently, unbeknownst to me before we went live. Oh, we got to talk about that too. SEC schedule. Astros McCullers out for the season. Breaking news. Uh, Jr. will miss the remainder of the season after undergoing surgery Tuesday on his injured right forearm. <sighs> the Astros announced that McCullers had surgery to repair the flexor tendon in his pitching arm and to remove a bone spur. The injury plagued right-hander is expected to return next season. Yeah, right. Yeah, fucking right. I'm waiting until the next thing the next reason why we're not going to see him pitch creeps up. I guarantee you Lance McCullers Jr. does not pitch an entire season next year. Just guarantee. Um, blue, 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 blue. Quote, after the injury happened in February, Lance worked his tail off to get back on the mound. Astros general manager Dana Brown said Wednesday, uh, this guy is a warrior and did everything in his power to get back, but each time he built himself up to an increased pitch total off the mound, the pain would come back. It's unfortunate, but we look forward for him being back on the mound next season. McCullers is 29, missed most of last season because of the flexor tendon injury. Uh, went 2-4 of four with the 2.27 ERA and eight regular season starts, and 0-1 with the 587 ERA in the postseason. He was an all-star in 2017. McCullers missed the entire 2019 season for uh, underwent Tommy John surgery. Right in there, spent his entire nine-year career with the Astros, going 49-32 with 348 ERA. Bury me in the H! Here's the thing, and you hate to say this. You hate to do this. You hate to think like this. And you can't do it now. It's too late. But is it is it time to cut bait? Is it time to move on? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you've got a finite window to win a, a few more World Series, if at all. Um, 
the guy's just not reliable enough to count on every day in the lineup. And while he's, you know, a beloved Astro, if you can move on from George Springer, if you can move on from Carlos Correa, you can certainly move on from Lance McCullers Jr. If you can move on from Justin Verlander, you 1,000% can move on from Lance McCullers Jr. And I believe wholeheartedly that the man has tried like the Dickens to get back on the mound. I believe that. Has he been working out? Yes. Has he been trying? Yes. Has he been doing everything in his power to get healthy and get back out there for his team and for the city? Absolutely, yes. But has he? No. He just hasn't been out there. He's not been around much. He's unreliable. He's oft injured. When he's out there, he's great. But you know what, folks? It's time to come to the conclusion or maybe have the discussion. Is his arm shot because all he does is throw curveballs? I guarantee you the guy has been throwing curveballs since he was 13 or some shit like that. And it has just played havoc and wrecked his elbow. And, you know, I don't know what you can get for Lance McCullers Jr. I don't know... You've obviously got to get him healthy first and foremost and get him back, but you're just paying dead money. I mean, this is literally just like, well, Jim Crane just paid X million dollars for a dude that hasn't thrown one single fucking pitch this season and quite honestly hasn't thrown a whole lot of pitches overall as of late. And again, when we talked about this a few weeks ago, and we talked about moving on from Lance McCullers Jr. We, we looked at what he's done for this team. <clears throat> the guy has started 28 games one time in his career. One time. He's averaging 18 starts per season. Per season. That's not good. Like, you should be in the 30s if you're a bona fide stud, legit one superstar. 28 is the most he's ever pitched in. 28 games is the most he's ever started, and he did it once. 22, he's done three times. But he's also done 14, 11, 0 in 2019, and then 8 last year, and 0 again in 2023. That's evaluate that for a moment right because if you count seasons in the league he's at 120 games started he's has one two three four five six seven eight nine seasons under his belt because he missed 2019 and he's missing all of this year so now you can take those games started 127 divide that by nine seasons and now he's averaging 14 games started per season for his career. It's not good. It's not good. It, it, it's, it, you know, I mean, when he's in and when he's healthy and when he's pitching, yeah, he's, he's one of the best. No doubt. He's a dog in the playoffs. He always wants the ball. I get it. I get it. I get it. But the, the, the fact is, is if you can only count on a guy to be out there 14 games a year when he's out there, it's time to cut bait. I don't even know. I know he's on kind of a team-friendly deal, 
But let's let's take a gander at what they're just pissing away money wise, because that's what it is. I mean, you're just pissed away. In the last four seasons, you've paid Lance McCullers Jr. I should say last five seasons: 2019, 20, 21, 22, and now this year. In five seasons, twice you've had to pay Lance McCullers a full year's worth of work for no production, no output. It's almost like he's the he's the CC of starting pitchers for the Astros. You know what I mean? How are you always on vacation, Lance McCullers Jr.? You never work, yet you have a job. You're like the Queen Bee Spice of the Astros. Well, I don't get it. Lance McCullers Jr. Let's see. Here we go. Fuck. Base salary, 15 mil. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. There you go. He's the 27th highest paid starting pitcher in the league, fourth highest paid on the Astros, and 77th highest paid player in Major League Baseball. Think about how many players there are. Uh, CC said, clutch my pearls. <laughs> uh, Dick Willie said, compare all-time Lance McCullers Jr. from Urquidy and Javier. Okay, I'll check it out. So, yeah, again, injured list 2023 on the hook for $15 million. Um, And this is on his new deal, which he signed a five-year, $85 million contract. Um, in 2023, he'll earn $15 million base. It's just like almost $16 million actually. Just gone. Just pissed out the window. Not good. Not, not 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 good. <clears throat> 2019, uh, they owed him four million for not playing. I don't know, man. Uh, you know, I just I I feel bad for the guy. I know he wants to be out there. I know he I know he loves playing for Houston. I get all that. But the fact of the matter is, like, you just but you're not you're not out there. I just think it's time to move on now. How you move on? Well. I mean, he does have three years left on his deal. $17 million a year for the next three years. If you're another team, do you take that risk? I mean, if I don't have to give up much, I do. You know what I mean? I'm not, certainly not sending you any hot prospects for Lance McCullers Jr. But I think, it, I think at the end of the day, um, one, way, one way to look at it is like, look, if you can get somebody that you can throw down an A ball or double A ball and Take a shot. What's the difference? The difference is you're not having to slot and pay 15, 16, 17 million a year for a guy that just isn't out there. I'd rather get a, a flyer on a guy from another organization and take that 15, 16, 17 million and go spend it on somebody play somebody else that actually plays. That money will still be there. You can still slot that money for somebody else. Let's look at all the pitchers in baseball. Uh, let's see. Positional spending. Boy, they're also looking at Mikel Cabrera. Let's see. <clears throat> um, contract. Top salaries. Here we go. Top salaries. Average salaries. Um, position. Starting pitcher. Here you go. So like, what did we say McCullers was 24? 
Well, he's 27 right now. So, yeah, 17 million is his average. So you're spending 17 million for Lance McCullers, who's 29 years old but doesn't pitch when there are a ton of guys. Um, John Gray's making 14 million. He's having a hell of a year. Um, I mean, no, Syndergaard's not the same. Christian Javier is costing you 12 million a year. Spencer Strider is 12 and a half a year. Um, but I mean, for, for a couple of mil more, you know what I mean? You, you're, you're getting up into the, the top 20 of guys who even when you look at production versus cost, at least if you're paying the money, you're getting something out of them. So, I don't know. Lance Lynn doesn't suck. No, not at all. None of the, a lot of these names don't suck up here. I mean, you know, something Scherzer's not earning his $43 million, I'll tell you that damn much. Robbie Ray's a beast. Who's Castillo? <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's tons of names on here. And you know what? I mean... This is a team that uh, I don't know what their prospects look like, but maybe you trade, maybe you trade a Force Whitley and a Lance McCullers and a bat, and you go out and you get an ace. You go out and you get somebody at the at the deadline. I would be fine though if they just went ahead and just like you know what, it's time, it's time. Even if it was a rental, make another run. Lance Lynn is awful, certified turkey tosser. Um no. Hold on, let's look at the uh, let's look at pitching stats. Let's see. Let's see what everybody's doing. Heck yeah! Oh, that scared me too much. Oh, baby, baby. <coughs> Demona, how you doing, buddy? How you doing, handsome? You good? You good, Demona? Uh, I hope so. I need an update. You still have never sent me an update. Uh, McLevin said, I, I bet MLB almost daily. He's on the fade list. I mean, but that's a gambling. That's not necessarily. Uh, McCullers greater than DeGrom or same person. Ooh. No, DeGrom is definitely a better pitcher than Lance McCullers when healthy. But they are the same person as far as being able to stay, be on the mound and be productive. Uh, let's look at this the thing that Dick Willie sent me. Let's see. No, no, use the second one. I don't know which one the second one was. Oh, because you added Hunter Brown in there? Okay. Uh, let's take a gander at this. Let's see what Dick Willie sent over. This is compare all time. Lance McCullers Jr. versus Fromber, Urquidy, Javier, and Brown. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, I didn't mean to cough in y'all's ear. Winning percentage. Uh, Hunter Brown has a 72.7% winning percentage. That's pretty darn good, but he's only got 20 starts. You probably could have excluded that. Um, but man, Javier and Arquiti and Frommer just get it done. Games started. Look at that. Complete games. I can't believe Lance has a complete game. Frommer has five. Shutouts two. Um 
Strikeouts per nine. There you go. Damn, Christian Javier, 10.7. That's just nasty. Walks per nine. Uh, Mercedes got that control, baby. Uh, strikeout to walk ratio is pretty good for everybody. Um, there's your ERA. Yeah, Arcidi's the one of those cats that always is like, how does Arcidi's ERA not 108? How is that possible? And you're right, Dick Willie. Uh, I mean, Javier is such a steal. Um, but here you go, like whip wise, uh, Christian Javier at a 104, Arcidi at a one three one one three. So, I mean, Lance is, Lance is good, but I mean, it's not like, you know, these cats. But, I mean, Arkini's another guy that doesn't, can't stay healthy. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I would have loved to have seen um, all, all, the, all of the most recent starters, including uh, Luis Garcia. That would have been another one to add to that list that I'd like to see. But, again, you what is uh what did ND Kalu say? The best ability is availability, and Lance just ain't got it. So I don't know. Uh, hey Barry, do you think you, uh do you think cause Fromber pitches tonight, and so does Verlander versus Cole tonight? They may face uh may face each other next week at the Juice Box. That's a ooh, that's a good question. That wouldn't that wouldn't suck if you got a Fromber Verlander matchup here in town. That would not suck. Not suck at all. Um, all right, here's your MLB. Let's see, pitching stats. Let's see, where's uh let's see, there's John Gray, who we mentioned earlier from Texas. He's 16 and wins. Damn, Lance Lynn nowhere to be found. Maybe he is shit in the bed this year. Uh, yeah. there's Christian Javier with seven wins. That's the most on the Astros. Fromber has six. Uh, Hunter Brown has six. The crazy thing is Hunter Brown just kind of slid in and solidified himself. Just like, yep, I'm good. I'll be your three. I'll be your Huckleberry. So, um, I never do the ERA from here because it's hard to tell. Uh, Let's see. Fromber's fifth in ERA in the league. Christian Javier's 19. Uh, yeah, and then whip. I always like a whip as well. It's a good indicator of control on a pitcher, how good they are. Uh, John Gray second. Okay, Castillo six. Javier 11. Fromber 13. Yeah. So, I mean, look. Um, Lynn used to be good this year. 675 ERA through 11 starts. Ooh, shit. Yeah, that's not good at all this year. Let's see. Lance Lynn. There he goes. There she blows. I'd be curious. Is Dylan Cease's numbers down? I know he was struggling for a while, too. Oh, boy. He is struggle busting. Yeah, that's not. Look at that game log. <whistles> Oof. All right. Let's stand corrected, McLovin. Good job. Uh, I want to see. Hold on real quick. I just want to see what Dylan Cease's. How his numbers are looking this year. Because I know for a hot-ass second, um, he was not the Dylan Cease that you expected to see. Let's see. Shit, where to go? Stats. Pitching. Man. 
Yeah, he's even not having a good year. 1.34 whip is not good. Only three wins. Um, Dylan Cease has a .6 war. Chase, 4.38 ERA. Yeah, so he's been struggling too. Well, no wonder the White Sox have been shitting the bed. Cease and Lynn. It's not good. Um, all right. So, yeah, bottom line, Astros need to get rid of Lance McCullers. Period. Period. End of story. Wednesday is day game, too. Oh, that sucks. That sucks. Numbers are always down on day games. Damn it. Uh, what was it going to do? There was something else I was going to do. <coughs> or I was going to pull up. I don't remember what it was now. Oh, this. This right here. I'm, I'm a, I'm, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this, if I'm being honest. I don't know if I'm jazzed about this or not anymore. But sources are saying that the SEC slate for 2024. What's up, Bronco 67? What's up, Chapo? Good to see you, Home Slice. Thank you guys for popping in. I don't know if I'm excited about this or not, but Georgia, Alabama are going to play on the 2024 SEC slate. And so is Texas and Texas A&M. And look, I grew up an Aggie fan, and, you know, the Aggies' biggest rival has always been UT. Until the Aggies left and went to the SEC. And then it was whoever. They just really didn't have one after that. But even, even in the history of that rivalry, it has not been, it's been kind of one-sided. I mean, for the most part, up until the time that they left, UT had been kind of dominating A&M. And I, I, I mean, what is the what is the series record? Um, Texas versus Texas Aggies. Let's see. Let's just type in Aggies Longhorns rivalry. They do have a wiki page, as as I thought they would. Um, longest win streak was ten. Texas has largest victory, 48 nothing. Texas leads the all-time series 76 to 37 to 5. 76 wins, 37 losses, 5 ties. That's not, that's not a rivalry. Now, granted, a lot of that was in the 40s and 50s, and you know, AM of the mid-80s was winning a bunch in a row, it looks like. And then the early 2000s, Longhorns won, rattled off a bunch in a row. And since then, it's just kind of a hodgepodge. Um, I mean, here, you can clearly see. It's clear to me. You know what I mean? Like, here's, the, here's kind of the, the thing, right? So you had, going all the way back to 1894, which is stupid. Stupid. Bro, 38 to nothing, 48 to nothing, 6 to 0, 5 to 0. What the fuck? Were they playing baseball? 11 to nothing, 17, 30. AM didn't even score until fucking 1902. Look at that shit. They tied 0 0. Oh my God. This is the heyday. Of fucking college football. Are you shitting me? Another 0-0 tie? Holy fuck shit. 
That has to be the worst football to ever watch. Hey, hey, did you see uh, the Longhorns beat the uh, Texas A&M Aggies five to nothing? And what, baseball? No. Football. What the fuck? Five? Five? They got zero, zero ties. A&M didn't even score from 1894 to 1901. It took them 1902. Oh, I'm sorry, 1903 when they finally, yeah, 1902. They played twice in 1902? Okay. Must have been a bowl game. That's just weird, man. <sighs> Jesus Christ. The A&M, this is A&M in the 1900s. Points against them. Zero, 11, six, six, zero, 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 six, eight, 12, 23. What the fuck, man? This team was awful. And then you can see here in the 40s and 50s, it was just all 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. That whole, that was just all UT. Bro, you know how sad that is? That's not a rivalry. One, two, three, four, five, six. A&M won six games over the span of what? 34 to 73. So 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. Five decades. A&M won six games in five decades. That's not a rivalry. That's a bloodletting. That's an ass whooping. So am I excited to see this come back? Eh. I mean, since I can remember, it's never really been a rivalry. I mean, right here, this was AM's heyday right here. That was it. So Um, these games are on the telegraph, not radio yet. <laughs> That's funny, Dick Willie. Hey, what's up, Cincy Bull Rock? Good to see you, buddy. <coughs> uh Bear on Deck, no wonder why your dad used to lock you out of the house. He was emo about the Aggies. True that, true that. Some bitch. Um, yeah. So I don't I don't give a shit. A lot of Aggie and Lohorn fans and, and friends can't wait to see this come back, but I'm like, I just I don't give a shit. I don't care. I I don't I don't care. Um, but you are gonna get Georgia, Alabama as well in the SEC. So it says with the full schedule set to be released Wednesday. Some of the other highlights include uh, Texas at, uh, at Texas A&M. With Texas and OU joining the league in 2024, the SEC vote is a stay at eight conference games for 2024 season and a bridge schedule before determining a more permanent schedule for the future, which includes potentially adding a ninth conference game. I don't think these teams will play any more than 12 games, though. Uh, Alabama-Georgia combined to win five of the past eight college football national championships, so there you go. Well, they're going to announce the whole thing. Um, it says the SEC made it a priority to maintain the historical rivalries in 2024. Alabama will play Tennessee and LSU, for instance. A&M will face LSU at home and Arkansas at AT&T Stadium because that's such a huge rivalry. I mean, that's some, that's some old-ass white dude rivalry bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, the, the Texas A&M-Arkansas rivalry... No one gives a fuck about that under the age of 60. It's just these old-ass SEC, I mean, SWC, Southwest Conference 
old ass white men. I remember back in my day, we didn't even have face masks because we weren't pussies. And we took, it, we took it to the face like a man. What? That's right. It was just you and the man across from you, and he got in your face. And he would, you just, you took one to the face and you liked it. It was all about the balls. What? The footballs. What? That's right. Wasn't none of this man be pamby passing bullshit out here throwing your little passes. Well, that's cute, Sally. That's cute. You know what we did? We got in there, and we gave each other the business. You get on the bottom of the pile, yeah, you might grab a man's junk. Sure, why not? Check his oil, absolutely. Little finger in the butthole, never hurt nobody. Let's him know I'm in charge. I'm the captain now. Well, it sounds pretty homoerotic. No, we were men, mainly men. That's right. We smoked heaters on the sidelines and we drank during the game. Like, it was fucking weird. And no one gives a fuck. I certainly don't. I'm 49 and I don't give a fuck about the Arkansas Texas A&M quote unquote rivalry. Same thing with LSU. There's A&M has no rivalry anymore. UT, that's dead. So this is all dead. <laughs> Smack them on the cheeks. Yeah. Yeah. We used to slap them on the ass. And not in a way where it was like, I want to have sex with you. I just think you did a good job, son. <laughs> what's up, Joe Pro? Hey, what's up, Perry? Joe Pro said, hey, Labanac, I used to love to listen to the SWC on my telegraph, right? Fucking Joe Pro used to watch it on a viewfinder. They'd send him a fucking white disc. And they had the little picture, and he'd be like, And that fucking disc would spin. He'd be like, oh, man, this is, I bet that was a good run and play. Uh, Perry said, that's what I get for coming in late. I was impersonating all white dudes who love old Southwest Conference matchups and rivalries. You know what? I'm waiting on the heyday of SMU. I can't wait for the ponies to be back relevant again. Broncos 67. That's right. Back in my day, we matriculated the ball down the field. That's right. It was real grass and real ass we were touching and real men. What? What? All right. So there's that. Oh, shit. I still didn't tweet out the show. Motherfucker. Did it again. God damn it. All right, we got 30 minutes left. What are we talking about, folks? I got nothing. Man, you guys are uh, not bullshitting today. Everybody bailed out. Does everybody quit on me? We have 34 people watching this show. I can't remember a time when we only had 34 people watching. Everyone was like, this show sucks today. I'm out. Uh, I think I can pull up a list of who's watching, too. And You know what? Oh, there's going to be hell to pay. Let's see. Mod actions. Nope. Don't want that. Um, my chat. Nope. Already had that up. Fuck. 
Where do you see? Users in chat. There we go. There we go. One, two, three. Is this 32 users? But is it listen people twice? No? That's a weird number. That's weird. That's weird. This is a pretty cool little uh little filter that I can see. Yeah, 39 on your end. Well, not by much. Where's Pac-Man Joel for roll call? What? No, not happening. Um, wait a minute. Wait a damn minute. There we go. Activity feed. I need to get back to my chat. There we go. There we go. See, I'm going to show you all this. But you didn't know this. That I can, uh, I can see you in the chat. I know who you are. I'm watching you. Oh, Perry, it's all good, homie. It's all good. See, look, this is what it shows. So this is this says users in chat. So it shows uh, users in the chat, even though not everybody is chatting it up. There's all the VIPs. Uh, and then here are the users. Uh, chat for gamers. That's, oh, commander root. Okay, yeah, so some of these are not people. Uh, they're bots, which, okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, see, there you go. Lurks. Um, okay. World of streamers. I don't even know who that is. I don't even know who that is. But yeah, there's some names that you never hear of. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, what? This person never posts. But there they are. Dead names said, uh, real people suck. Hey, I would tend to agree. I would tend to agree. There you go. All right. Close that. Abreu OnlyFans. What's up? There they are. Uh, who else is first time chatter? Love the show. What's up? I am Jazz. Who's this? Look at these new people coming in. Look at you new people. Well, damn, one of five of the people left. Did they really? I don't know. Uh, in there in every stream. What's up, Chapo? Uh, I am Jazz. Said love the show. Don't believe you. Uh, are you sleeping, Ian? Did you just post the sleep emoji, Ian? You jerk. Is this show that boring? <clears throat> All right. Uh, new people, we come in peace. We try. Welcome to the show. Welcome to welcome in. Welcome in. Welcome on. Can we talk about this for a second? Can we talk about Adam Hadwin getting tackled by security? Owen Wilson's nose. This is the best show, just not enough skin. Oh, boy, there's a lot of trolls coming out of the woodworks all of a sudden. A lot of new first-time chatters just popped in all of a sudden just to troll. <laughs> welcome, trolls. I mean, chatters. Welcome. Welcome, troll chatters. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, let's see. I shall do that the next time. Yeah, whatever. All right. Um, I wanted to talk about this for a second because 
Uh, you know, we don't cover a ton of golf uh, around here. We just, it's not a, I mean, I'll talk about it uh, occasionally, but it's not like, like, I'd rather talk about hockey, I guess. But this was hilarious. So this occurred over the weekend. Uh, I don't even remember who it was that won, to be honest with you. I didn't, I didn't give a shit. Let's see. Hold on. Um, it was Adam Hadwin. And this was at an LIV tournament, right? <laughs> Adam Hadwin was sent protective gear after being tackled at Canadian Open. So Adam, so it was the Canadian Open. I couldn't even tell you who won. Uh, oh, um, Nick Taylor sunk a 70-foot putt to end a playoff and win the tournament. Hadwin ran out there to celebrate. Well, just watch. So there's Hadwin uh, out celebrating. Here he comes, right? So that's Hadwin, the man uh, bringing in the champagne. See, he's like, yeah, yeah, my boy won a match. And then the security guard's like, no, think so, dick face. Down he goes. And then other security coverings, look, they're like, what are you doing? Hey. Uh, so, so he's running out to celebrate with his peoples, with his homie, with his friends. And security is like, oh, I don't think so. Uh-uh. Boy, he take his job serious. Look, he's like, I don't, you're not going to spray that victory champagne on this winner. <laughs> but I love how the caddy is like, hey, hey, wait, wait. Bro, I wonder, I wonder just how much trouble that security guard got in. Bro, you tackled a fucking professional golfer. How did you think he got there? Well, I don't know. I was just doing my job. I just saw him. He had champagne, and he was shaking the bottle very aggressively. He was just, like, shaking it and shaking it and shaking it. Now, see that? That's what I'm talking about, young man. You shake that champagne. Spray it in my face. Tony the Anson said, trouble, he did his job. Yeah. No, he did. He absolutely did. You're right. He did. He did his job. He did his job. He tackled a fucking professional golfer on the golf course. I wouldn't exactly say that's doing his job. Like, I, I'm, I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see. Okay. There's, like, other angles of it, but, like, did the man have a fucking tag on or anything? I don't know. The golfers usually don't play with their badges on or anything like that, right? Like, you can see this guy has the little yellow badge thing on it. Um, But it says, Hadwin famously ran onto the green to celebrate with his buddy and got absolutely leveled by a security guard. Being Canadian had the perfect reaction to what could have been an embarrassing situation. Uh, with the U.S. Open next week, the U.S. Golf Association decided to have some fun with it. So they sent him like a bunch of, they sent him like a yellow jersey that says uh, USGA on it and all that. So pretty funny. Uh, I'm pretty sure he took it in stride, but I would love to see if that security guard got in trouble. Not that he should, because I, I do agree with, with Tony and with... um. 
CC. I mean, he was doing his job. And he at the moment, he's like, wait, what's going on? That could be pig urine. That could be, you know, no one knows. That could be fucking, I don't know. Yellow vag. Like, why do you think that's funny, Abreu OnlyFans? No, yellow vest. Give him a yellow badge. Badge. Like, what do you, what? Don't start that shit. Like, if you're going to hang out, be cool. Enjoy the show. Don't don't start fucking trolling. I'm not in the mood for that shit. Just not. Just, just hang out and have a good time. Nope, they showed him the whole playoff and he had nothing I could see. Oh, so he wasn't wearing a badge. No, oh, that's bad. I heard the security guard is working the beer section at Target now. Stop it. Stop it. I think it's an honest mistake. Oh, no, 100% it was an honest mistake. 100% hilarious and really good form tackle. If you look at him, wrap it up, by the way, Lance Zerline had a fantastic breakdown. You know, Lance does all his uh, draft night stuff. Um, But look at that tackle. Look at that. Got the head, got the head behind him. Like that's, that's good form tackle. That's really good form tackle. It didn't even try to disarm the guy either. By the way, didn't go for the champagne bottle first. Didn't try to like grab it and get it out of his hands. None of that. Straight up form tackle. He even dipped up under it. I thought I might have rock bottomed him for a second. If you smell what security is cooking. That'd have been fucking hilarious if he did that and then dropped an elbow on him. Like, bro, what? Did you just elbow somebody to fight? Uh, yeah, he played ball sometime in his life. Oh, 100%, Chapo, 100%. Yeah, if you got down like that, and you can see, like, oh, man, where's Lance's, where was Lance's tweet? Let's see. I'll go to LZ and read you his. Yeah, Lance's, Lance's breakdown was outstanding. Here we go. This is, as you watch this, I'll read you Lance's tweet. Good snap anticipation with average get off. Good lower body flexion. Shows ability to dip and bend the edge with tight turns. Ability to adjust to pocket movement and finish. Needs to drop pad level at the finish. Good wrap, lift, and run technique. God, it's just, just so perfect. Look at that. The way he talks about <laughs> needs to drop pad level at the finish. Pocket movement, bend the edge. God, it's just so perfect, especially when you watch him. I mean, if you consider that the dude's hugging is the pocket, right? Look at him bend the edge. Bro, that's hilarious. Look how he gets around him. He's bending the edge. It's literally like <laughs> good drive, though. Good drive through the tackle. Really good drive. Ah, that's well done, Lance. That's well done indeed. Well done, sir. Well done, sir. Well done. Yeah, Lance is great. Um, Any team in the AFC South? Yeah, because should sign that dude up. That was some great golf on Sunday, though. I didn't watch it. That was the Canadian Open? Yeah. I can't. I try, CC. I do. Every once in a while, if I know it's on and I'm not busy, I'll throw on a little golf, and I'm just like, nope. Nope, daddy is going to fall asleep. 100% daddy's going to fall asleep. Um, 
All right, so we got that. I wanted to show you guys that video if you hadn't seen it already. How many of y'all hadn't seen that yet? Put a one in the chat if you didn't know that or hadn't seen it. Put a one in the chat. I'm just curious. I'm just curious because I know that was a few days ago. <clears throat> okay, so at least a couple of you had never seen that. Good. Good. Well, I'm bringing something new to the table for a few of you at least. Oh, my headphones are about to die. Damn it. Damn it to heck. Chair Taylor, ask me anything about anything. What's a Matt Rife? Do you not know about this? Do you not? We talked about this when I got back from Tulsa. But if if you don't know who the fuck Matt Rife is, there's a lot of ones. Okay. A lot of you hadn't seen it. See, and I almost didn't download it. I was like, ah, everybody's seen it already. They don't need me to bring it up. <laughs> Um, Matt Reif is a stand-up comedian. Uh, he's a stand-up comedian who is blowing up. And I'm sure you're referencing my, um, videos. Here, let me show you these. Hold on. You guys may not have seen these. A lot of y'all don't follow me on social media, so I'm going to play you two clips. And this is from this past weekend. When I was in uh, Wichita. Download. Yeah, download anyways, motherfucker. Download anyways. I don't know what the HD version. I need the regular. There we go. Uh, yeah. So, I'll show you the clips that he is referencing first. And then we'll discuss what a Matt Rife is. So, basically... <laughs> Uh, Matt Reif is a stand-up comedian blowing up and, and he's catching some heat online for a couple things. One, because he's an attractive man and his tour poster is him without a shirt. So he's like very muscular. He looks like an Ab if it, it, I'll just, I'll show you. I mean, the dude looks like an Abercrombie and Fitch model. Like if you were to see, um, this, here you go. This is Matt Reif. Cece, get ready. You better you better get your bucket out for your basement, girl. Get your bucket out, Cece. Donna, Jen, get your bucket out. I don't want these fucking... No, Matt Rife, I don't want your settings. No, I don't want your... So that's Matt Rife. That was his tour poster. And so everyone was like, oh, like comics are hating on him because he's handsome. Uh, he's, you know muscular he's in shape no body fat and they're all like well, what does it have to do with comedy what does it have to do with comedy and that's not why i'm hating on the dude i'm not mad at the man because he's handsome i'm not mad because of his tour poster has him with his shirt off i don't give a fuck about that i'm not mad because he's charging 300 dollars a ticket 300 dollars a ticket look look find your city okay uh let's go to the houston one it's probably sold out. Um, but they said tickets are like 300 bucks. 300 bucks? That's redonkulous. Here we go. Sugarland tickets. Uh, uh what is this? What the what the hell? Why do you get tickets? Huh. Well, uh, oh, sold out. There you go. 
Yeah, but they were like 300 bucks, right? Um, looks like he could be your son. Stop it. Stop it. I mean, we are built the same. <clears throat> Dude's funny, but $300, hell no. So Nasty Nate thinks he's funny. Jen said no flooding over here. I saw him before his teeth job. Can't splash. It's hilarious. Um, But anyways, here's the deal. Um, He's been... All he posts on his social media is crowd work videos. And crowd work videos are basically like when you're like, so what do you do for a living? Or people will yell out shit and you'll engage and interact with them. In fact, I'll show you two different videos. The two different videos I'm just about to show you, they're on my social media. These are both crowd considered crowd work videos. Because it's not just me telling jokes. It was me trying to tell jokes. It was me trying to tell a joke. Um, but, you know, people are rude and think that because Matt Reif posts nothing but videos of him talking to the crowd and working on the audience that it's okay for them to yell out because they want to be the next in the next video. That's, that's the thought process anyways. So um, here is, let's see, sports. Boop, de-doop. Nope, here we go. Okay. This is the first one. Why is this doing this? Je ne sais. Je ne sais. Oh, here we go. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna put I'm gonna put this on screen just just so that it's there. Uh, but here's the first. This is this is what happened. This was in Wichita. Um, just watch. I was performing in a real small town in southern Oklahoma. And this town, they didn't have like a hotel. It was just a small ass little town, right? And <laughs> see, that's like, that bullshit. See, that's that bullshit. Why was it? Like, why the fuck are you yelling out? Just let me tell my goddamn joke and shut the fuck up. Watch. She's like, my God, was that my outside voice? You know why I didn't say what it was? Because it doesn't fucking matter what it was. It has nothing to do with the fucking joke. Like, nothing to do with the joke. It doesn't matter. It was shut the fuck up, Bill. That's what it was. It was, it was quiet town, and I'm electing you the goddamn mayor, okay? Fucking, I hate Matt Rife. Fuck that dude. I blame that every time a white woman yells out, I'm like, fuck you, Matt Reif! Yeah. Every goddamn time. So that was, that was, yeah, that was on stage in Wichita. But it's been like that, bro. The last, the last few times that I've been on the road, it's just been chaos every show, every fucking show. People just yelling out, shouting shit out. It's just been absolute chaos. So I, I don't know. And then again, uh, here's another one. Um, hold on, let me fix this here. I should just be putting these on the fucking, uh, <clears throat> what's it called? Oh, shit. The uh, Patreon. There we go. All right. And then this was, yeah, Rip Fidel. That's funny, CC. Uh, that was a good butt, Barry. What? That was a good butt? 
don't know what that means. I don't, I don't know what that means. Oh, bit. Oh. Like, what the fuck? You did butt twice. Like, what? Uh, but this was me trying to tell this. And this is true. They do say that the place is haunted. But check this out. This is pretty funny. Although, they do say this place is haunted. So, they had people come out and check it. And it's like, when it's real quiet. Like, like. No, no, no. I found the black people. <laughs> Let people don't play that ghost shit. It didn't take long off. Mm -hmm. Uh-uh, ain't gonna be no conjuring in this motherfucker, no. Be doing no goddamn conjuring and shit. I ain't come to hang out with all these white people for y'all to start. <laughs> start that bullshit conjuring and you're fucking talking to the ghosts and bullshit like that. You ain't sending that shit home with me. I don't fucking think so, no. It's, it's, it's true, though, if you're real Listen, shut the fuck up. This ain't, a, this ain't the movies, black people. Shut up. That's, hey, fair is fair. <laughs> but if, if you're real quiet, you, shut the fuck up. Look, she laughed like she did too. That bitch got up and walked quiet, out. You can hear my, my career die. That was uh, that was another one. Just you know, just random. Um, but that's fucking. That's just all the time. But so see, so so Matt Rife will post videos like that, but that's all he posts. He doesn't post just regular jokes like bits. He just posts that stuff, and it's like I mean that stuff has its place. <laughs> And in the moment, you know, like, that's one thing. But, like, the problem is now, because he posts so many of these crowd work clips, and it's all he posts is him interacting and talking with somebody that started talking or whatever, um, it, 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 um, it makes audiences think that that's what this is all about. You know what I mean? Like, that, oh, well, I want to go and shout some shit out so that I can be a part of the next viral video for Matt Rife. And the problem is, is that most of us, while we're, you know, like, I'm good at crowd work. I, I used to not do it because I didn't trust myself. But then I started doing it. And Jesse Payton's the one that told me to do it. He's like, bro, I saw you do crowd work once. Like, that shit, you've got to do it. You're really good at it. And so I started to do it more often, and you'll see a bunch of clips out there because I would kind of embraced it. So it's a good muscle to have. But it shouldn't be the whole show. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and that's exactly what he's doing, Joe Pro, is he's encouraging bad behavior. He's basically saying, come to my show, yell shit out, I will acknowledge you, and, and, and you will be on my social media, um, you know, after after that week and so people think i literally had a woman say that to me after tulsa she was like do you know who matt Reif is like yeah she goes he's my favorite comic and this was after a show of nothing i mean i literally maybe did maybe five to ten minutes worth of jokes on a 45 minute set because the crowd would not stop talking and yelling shit out and being unruly and heckling and just non-stop um 
And this chick, you know, she thought the show was great. She was like, I just, you know, I had a lot of fun, but um, um, it, do you know who Matt Reif is? I said, yeah. She goes, he's my favorite comic, and this reminded me of one of his shows. I was really excited uh, to be a part of it. I was just like, fuck. See, that's the problem. Like, they literally, people think that way. And that sucks because a lot of us performers don't want to do nothing but crowd work. I don't mind a little bit. I don't mind a little bit of crowd work. Like that interaction with that black woman. That, that, I don't mind that. It's, it works into the flow of the show. It's funny. You know, it's just like, so yeah. So And, and, and it's unfortunate for Matt Rife. He's kind of become the whipping boy for everybody. And he's not certainly not the only comic. And he's certainly not the worst. I mean, Andrew Schultz posts nothing but crowd work clips. Michael Blaustein posts nothing but crowd work clips. Um, a bunch of comics. Sam Morell only posts crowd work clips, but I mean, well, Sam will post some other things as well. You know, he'll post some material, but but I don't mind if you post crowd work clips. Just post regular stuff too, so that the crowd sees like, oh, one, he does have jokes, and two, that's how it's supposed to go. Is you're supposed to let the comic tell their jokes. That's just that's what a comedy show is. Because there's honestly, after um, one of the shows in Tulsa, somebody wrote it on the comic card. They put Dear Barry. I took a picture of it. Uh, it literally says, hold on, I'll read it to you. <laughs> was Tulsa in May? When was that? Oh, here you go. This this was the letter that they, that they, they wrote to me. This was on the back of a comic card. Uh, you can't really see it. Barry, thank you for a great time. It was my first time here. And thank you for telling those jerks in the front row to behave. They are not as cute as they think they are. That's how a lot of people feel when you go to a show and it's just unruly and shit. So, yeah, just just don't um, just don't talk. Just don't yell shit out. It's not necessary. Jared Taylor said, but is he funny? I mean, I don't think he's funny, but that doesn't mean he's not funny. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think Matt Reif is that funny. But that's just me. That's just, he's not my style of comedian, not my style. He did say something funny on one of his videos, though. He was he had a sign language guy on stage, and he was fucking with him. And he was like, bro, I bet you could jerk somebody off with a poem, which I thought was hilarious to have a sign language guy to say that because he was messing with me about being gay or whatever. So that was a really funny line, you know what I mean? So is he funny? I mean, that was funny. So yeah, I guess that would mean he's funny. I don't like his comedy, but that doesn't mean he's not funny. And I think you have to be very careful of that. Too often we'll be like, that guy's not funny. That guy's not funny. That guy's not funny. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's because you don't think he's funny. Doesn't mean he's not funny. You just don't like his comedy or you don't like his material. I just, but that's not, I mean, he's got tons of fans, tons of fans. So he's doing something right. I just don't, I personally, the only problem I have with him is not his looks, not his tour, not his comedy, none of that shit. I don't give a fuck. I hope everybody wins. I want everybody to win and succeed and have, have great comedy careers. I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not that jealous dude. It's like, why, why? I'm funnier than him. How come I'm not making it? I mean, I think that, but I don't think it in the sense of like, I want him to lose so that I can win. I just think like, well, fuck, I feel like I'm pretty good at this. How come I'm not killing it more? But um, 
So it's not fair because it's very subjective. And that's what Andy Huggins taught me. Is it was like, yeah, you can't really say someone's not funny. They just, they're not for you. You just don't like their comedy. It's kind of like a movie or kind of like a TV show, right? Some of you said, uh, somebody in the chat's like, yeah, I couldn't get into secession. Nora didn't like it. I love it. It's amazing. Love the writing, love the acting, love all that. And other people are like, eh, didn't like it. That's, that doesn't mean it's a bad show. And just because I like it doesn't mean it's a good show. It's just what I like, so. Nonetheless, um, yeah, that sucks because that's typically not what most people bought tickets to see. And that's, I've had to say that a couple times, like, look, man, they, these people didn't pay money to come watch you act like an asshole. So stop talking. Shut up. Hard uh, drops at Tulsa was interesting. Oh, it was so wild. I have so many videos to cut up. Uh, Mark G said, I guess you hate Jeff Arcuri, but I find his crowd work hilarious. I don't even know who that is. I have no idea who Jeff Curry is. I've never heard that name in my life. Ever. Uh, yeah, Tulsa was mid-May. It was right before Florida Trip. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dick Willie, 449 each for orchestra. That was for Matt Rife? Oh, my God. That is fucking silly. That is silly. Is that aftermarket? Jesus Christ. Wow. Jerry said crowd work has its place. If your whole bit is crowd work, just means you're witty not creative enough to write jokes that's the thing that i always say like i can't stand when comics don't go up with a plan you know what i mean when they don't when they when you know your jokes are not good enough to go up and 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 you just do crowd work instead that's when i don't really like crowd work like if you're good at it that's one thing and there are there are times like if that's your if that's gonna be your shtick Right. Like I think somebody did a crowd work tour where it was nothing but crowd work. Uh, Big J Okerson did that. He had like a whole crowd work thing. There's some guys that that's what they do. And I get that. That's that's fine. If that's the aim and the intent. But at the same time, I think it was like Dave Attell who had a crowd work special and Big J. But those guys actually have material that they established themselves well first as great comics that know how to write jokes and then mixed in the crowd work. And I just have a problem with young comics that just come into the game, can't write a fucking joke to save their life and just do crowd work. It's lazy. It's boring. It's, you know, it's easy. It's tough to write a fucking joke and perfect it. It's easy to go on stage and just riff. So, um, Joe Bro said, damn, for $500 a ticket, I'm going to get a Bowflex and learn how to make fun of drunk white women. Well done, Joe Bro. All right, time to get out of here. It's 5 o'clock. My baby should be home soon. My baby should be home soon. I'm excited about this. This is going to be fun. My baby's back. Uh, in the meantime, let's get on up on the chair. Let's get on up on the chair. Um, let's see. What the heck? There's, there's the outro music. A little low. A little low. A little low. Hey, I am Jazz. Thank you for the follow. Owen Wilson's nose just followed. Abreu OnlyFans just followed. I smell a setup coming. I know a bunch of troll accounts when I see one. I smell a setup coming. Appreciate y'all though. At least for being civilized, but for a day. It's rife. R-I-F-E. Yeah. R-I-F-E. 
All right, let's get out of here. Um, are we raiding anybody? Oh, Grand Pooh Bear's on. Crazy Becca, USN, Shopmaster's on. We could do that. Who else we got? Well, let's see. Let's go check them. Check on the the channel that I use. I don't see anybody there. Um, no, not a whole lot. That's the one thing that sucks about this time slot. There's never really anybody good to raid. It's talking sports. Never, ever, ever. And that, and that for some reason, the goddamn mods just don't find people. Um, what does this say? Righteous gemstones. Hey, Bronco sixty seven. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. That's very kind of you to say that. I I appreciate you being here and watching what I do. Thank you. Very righteous gemstones. Please, is that that? Okay. You said you never listen anyway. Yes, I do. Unless y'all pick something like a radio station. I will not rate a radio station. I refuse. Man, the sports category is getting kind of thin, guys. There's just not a lot of people. I'm literally in the sports category. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I'm the 11th listed show. And these numbers are low for us. This is whack. Well, I guess we're not rating anybody. Damn it! Really wanted to. Well, all right. I guess I'll see y'all tomorrow. CC, happy birthday, boo boo. I love you. I hope it was a good one uh, once again. Thanks for everybody. Thanks for the new followers. Thank y'all for the cheers. Thanks for the support. I will see you. Thank you for the resubs. I'll see y'all tomorrow. We're going to kick it. Uh, do me three favors before I see you tomorrow. Be safe, be kind, and most importantly, love each other. See y'all tomorrow. Daddy's making a YouTube video.